Good morning, baby gamers. This is Breaking the Lore. A show where two girlfriends dig deep. To find the weirdest and most obscure bits of trivia. I'm Nissa's girlfriend, Sarah. And I'm Sarah's girlfriend, Nissa. So buckle up, because tonight's episode is... Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> going through the going through the gates on the on the fancy jeep, um, or on the tram if you if you're at Jurassic World, I, I guess you got options. Ah, the tram, the monorail. I love Jurassic Park. I do too. It, it's one of my favorite film franchises. It it actually might be my favorite after Star Wars. I think the first Jurassic Park is actually probably my favorite movie. Period. Really? I, just, I, I, li- I like I like all the sequels a lot too. Like I didn't know Jurassic Park one was your favorite movie ever. It's I mean it's it's really up there. It it's so hard for me to pick favorites, <laughs> but it's it's really up there. God, do I even know? I like my, it a lot. Do I even know my favorite movie ever? I, I feel like I like I come up with it and then I like I have amnesia and then I forget. <laughs> oh, Little Shop of Horrors. I, I think that's what I said. Oh, on. is that it? I think Little yeah. Shop of Horrors is my favorite movie ever. All um, right. For people who are like, oh, there's, there's multiple. Not that anyone really knows of. And I don't think when you say Little Shop of Horrors, anyone thinks of the like super old black and white one. But but no, I, I, I mean the. Oh, God, what's that man? Let's name. You know, that Rick Moranis, the, the one. With yeah, Rick Moranis. <laughs> How did I say that man? And you, you didn't immediately know Rick Moranis. That's, that's who he is. No, I, I, I'm, I know. I saw him in my, in my mind. I was just like <laughs> taking a second to get his name to my mouth. But yeah, a little shop of horrors. I, I wish we could do an episode on that. Maybe a mini episode, but it doesn't really have that much to, that much to dig into. <laughs> That's too bad, really. That is a good movie. It is. But, I'll, but speaking of good movies, the Jurassic Park franchise. Um, Jurassic Park. I actually I struggled to think of what tagline to use for this episode. And it's, it's not like usual where I struggle because I just don't have anything. I there was a lot. I, I wasn't sure what what tagline I wanted to use for this episode. What were your other contenders? Um, life uh, finds a way. Uh, sure does. That was one of them. Oh, uh, we spared no expense. That wouldn't have really worked in that context, but they they sure say it a lot. <laughs> um, spared no expense. Spared no expense. Um, what are some other ones they say a bunch of times? I had a couple of rumbling around, and, and now I'm forgetting all of them as soon as I'm put on the spot. But um, oh, and here I here I am thinking you were a clever girl. I'm not a clever girl. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that me versus that raptor, like I'm I'm donezo. It's over for me. <laughs> you wouldn't survive if there were velociraptors on the loose. No, no, I, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm not more clever than the big one. She's, she's very clever and vicious. Maybe it was like she's blue and coat. Although they're really only nice to Owen. They're, they're generally not that nice to humans that aren't mm. Owen or humans that they have seen being friends with Owen. <laughs> so that would, that would be a little difficult, I think. Right. Yeah. But uh, we got three questions this time. You've actually three. kind of already answered one of them. So I'll, so I'll do that oh, one yeah. first. This this seems like a formality at this point. What is your favorite Jurassic Park movie? Well, it's the first one. Really? Yeah. I see here, here I, mean, I was thinking that even though it's your favorite movie ever, you would you would have a different favorite Jurassic Park movie. Well, okay. Here's a hot take. 
that I know nobody's going to agree with, but, like, I think Fallen Kingdom might be one of the best of the sequels. If we're just ignoring the first one, which is the best one, I kind of want to see Fallen Kingdom. Well, yeah, I mean, I really like Fallen it's... Kingdom, so I actually do agree with that. I think <laughs> Fallen Kingdom no, I mean, well done. I know you like it. A lot of people don't. I see a lot of people say it's the worst one, and I don't agree. Well, I mean, it, it has it has the problem that most of them don't have, where it's it, it's it's two movies. It's, it's it is movies. it is so bizarrely paced. Like... No, yeah, like I, I remember I saw the trailers. And then the first time I saw it, when we got to, like, when Mount Sebo explodes, and I checked the timestamp, I was like, is this right? <laughs> I was like, is this, is this the movie I thought I was watching? I thought this whole movie was there's more movie? the dinos. But no, there's, there's a whole other second half about a dino auction. It's... No, yeah, like, you, you think the movie's about to end, and no, boom, second movie. <laughs> like, it, it really feels like they wanted to get to the third movie in that trilogy, and they were like, we've got 100%. two more movies we need to make in the meantime. Let's just make both of them at once. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm kind of fine with that because it's a fun movie. I, I know it's it weird, is. but it's it, like it's weird that the, Indo- the Indoraptor just like comes out of nowhere in the second half. And like I struggle to find to, to call it like an actually like good, like technically well-made film. But it is just such a blast. I mean, I think I think it's technically good in most departments that aren't writing, like like the visual. Well, yeah, no, the, it has massive script issues that really hold it back. <laughs> but I find it like so much fun, not even in spite of them, but because of those issues. No, yeah, like I think I think the cast has a lot of fun with it. I think the um, I mean, one of my one of my favorite Jurassic Park moments, and it's such a stupid like immature moment to really like, but like when um they're on they're on the, the the roof after they run away from the baryonics claire and claire and um what's his name the nerd um the, you know the the nerd kid frank yeah. franklin his the name? one from detective pikachu yeah his name franklin yeah wait that's detective pikachu kid yes you didn't know that it makes perfect sense now that i do know it they look <laughs> extremely similar because they're the same person <laughs> they have a very similar sort of awkwardness to this okay yeah no i definitely see it now, now that you mention it i, I definitely you ever notice? you ever notice that that the nerd from jurassic world fallen kingdom and the guy from detective pikachu look a lot alike i wonder why that is that's the first lawyer that's the first lawyer we broke this episode <laughs> same person <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why he didn't just catch the baryonyx in a pokeball then he, he really it's a good really should have would have solved that issue pretty quickly <laughs> but um but yeah, no, like I was saying, that that like sound editing moment where like Claire says, holy shh, and then like the mountain explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, really liking like cut off swear words is such a dumb, immature thing to really like, but I really like it when it's done well. That's a, that's a good moment. <laughs> it, it's helped that I just really like Bryce Dallas Howard and she just I like her too. She she's gives pretty, it her she's, all she's in cool. these movies. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, segueing off of that, my favorite is actually Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> and that's completely valid. It's so much fun to watch. It's just like, like, it's, it's kind of like how my favorite Star Wars is Revenge of the Sith. Like, I'm not always going for like the most technically perfect one. I'm going for the <laughs> one that like, I want to go back to the most and the one that like, has the most fun, bonkers, good visual effects, crazy shit going on. <laughs> I, yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> And and it's also like 
Like, I feel like I fixate on, like, particularly moving moments. And, and that is why, I mean, like, one of my favorite moments in Jurassic World is, is when they find the, like, field of dead. I think it's Apatosaurus. Um, I always mess oh, up long necks. Yeah. But but then, like, yeah, like, in, in Fallen Kingdom, like, the, um, I think it's also an Apatosaurus. It, it's a Brachiosaur, maybe? On the dock. And it's, like, dying. And that's, like... Oh, yeah. I, the stance I, on the hind I like that zone. moment a lot. And, like, just, just things like that. Like, little sad moments. Really, like like Anakin killing all the Jedi and shit, like that's that's what sticks with me. So like big colorful visuals and, and good visual effects and, and and random sad shit in an otherwise actiony cheesy movie. Yeah, so I like that one the most. Um, question number two. Um, what is your favorite Jurassic Park character? I'm gonna say humans. What, what's your favorite? Let's like don't say like blue or, or Rexy. Like what's what's your favorite okay. human character? My favorite human character. Gotta go with the classic Jeff Goldblum baby. <laughs> so favorite. You didn't even <laughs> say his name. You were just like oh Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Ian Malcolm. Yes. Jeff Goldblum playing himself. <laughs> he really just playing himself that's just if jeff goldblum went to an island of dinosaurs that's exactly what he would do well i mean that character is like like one of the first things that sticks out in my mind is like the little verbal tick like the sort of like stuttery thing that jeff goldblum has and that's that's 100 yeah. percent goldblum right there so yeah, that, that is pure goldblum baby <laughs> pure that, jeff right there that shirtless scene like that's they didn't cgi that it was the <laughs> 80s or whatever like that was that's pure shirtless goldblum that's it's all it's all Jeff, baby. Very sexy in that movie. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend. Um. I mean, I mean, I think one of the funniest scenes in the entire franchise is like it's a, it's right at the start of the Lost World when that woman screams and then it immediately cuts to Jeff Goldblum and he's just standing there smiling. Oh, I love that scene. That's actually not that's not in the original cut. Um, well, it is. It's, yeah. in, it's in the originally released cut, but it was. There's actually supposed to be a deleted scene that ruins that. Oh. There was a scene that was taken out. Like, it's a fully done scene. Like, everything about it is finished. Um, I think it's maybe even included in some TV edits. Um, it's not canon, though, because it, it mentions something that kind of fucks up the future of the franchise. But um, the scene with Peter Ludlow in the boardroom, where he's like, yeah, we took a massive bath on, on Jurassic Park, so we should vote Hammond off the board of InGen. And, um, like, it, it just sets up Ludlow's hostile takeover and stuff. And, like, it gives some interesting insight. Yeah. But the reason why it can't be canon is because it's like, oh, we we went to Isla Nublar and we killed everything and burned everything. And there's nothing left because we killed everything except for Rexy. Like, he doesn't say except for Rexy, but Rexy's alive <laughs> many years later. So they couldn't have couldn't have done that. They couldn't kill the T-Rex. They just, it, who, who could? You can't kill that thing. But also the, the Apatosaur. The Apatosaur is still alive in yeah. Jurassic World. So they just didn't do that. Like, that just, that just isn't mm -hmm. isn't the truth. So so that scene's not canon. But yeah, it, it would have actually messed up that scene transition. Which which I think is also a shame. Because I think that is a really a really good transition. It's, it is one of the funniest sequences. One of the funniest scene transitions in any movie ever, period. It's actually rather horrific because it's, it's it's a transition away from a little girl being horribly mauled by dinosaurs. Oh, she was fine. She lived. But her family was still suing and, and she was still mentioned to be mauled. Yeah, yeah, she, she, 
She wasn't having a, she was not having a good time, but she, she she ended up all right in the end. I tell you, Injun's taking a bath on that one too. Like the those were some rich some rich people. <laughs> yeah, they got like real lawyers. They they had a yacht and like servants on oh, a yeah. deserted. Oh, yeah, they had they had servants on their dessert. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they have lawyer lawyers. <laughs> we have a team of lawyers. a team of lawyers. That was actually another thing that that scene mentioned. It mentioned lawsuits. Um, the the bath they were taking. This is this is sort of getting into breaking lore. So it doesn't mind that these question take. This is lore. Yeah. It doesn't matter that question taking is taking a really long time because like we're, we're yeah, no breaking way. some lore as we go. Um, in that scene, it, w- it was actually mentioned that they had to pay out lawsuits, like in a very realistic twist, I guess, to um, Muldoon's family, Arnold's family. I don't think they mentioned Nedry's family. Um, he kind of he kind of died by his own stupidity. Like that wasn't really. It, it was his own fault. Wasn't really the park's responsibility on that one. <laughs> um, but um, uh, the little girl. Arnold, Ned, not Nedry, um, Muldoon. Did anyone else die? No, no one else died, right? Uh, the lawyer. The lawyer, Gerano. I, I think, I think. They, Gennaro, uh, yeah. Gen- Gennaro. I think they mentioned Gennaro. And they also mentioned the, and, the man who's, who's arm by the big one in, in the opening. Yeah, I was gonna, I was just about to say, yeah, the guy in the very beginning, the shoot her scene, yeah. Yes. Um. I don't know that guy's name. Actually, in, in the shoot her scene, do you, do you think they did? Because the big one's... That, that was the big one, right? I I think it's implied to be the big one, but I don't think it's, like, explicitly stated. And also, I think they had, like, tranquilizers that they could have shot her with, so that might have been what they were But there was, like, there, there, there was, like, a shotgun shot at the end of that scene, wasn't there? Uh... Like, I kind of remember, like, a gunshot. Hmm... I'm not sure if that scene is meant to be the big one or if it's meant to just be another raptor that they actually did shoot. But um, I always think about that when I'm watching that scene. I'm like, is that, did they kill the raptor? Did they? Because the way he's saying shoot her doesn't scream tranquilizers to me. It, it screams blow this velociraptor's head off. It's killing someone. There's no information on whether or not it was, like, if they actually shot her with a gun or not. <laughs> so we just don't know. We just have no. Like, I, I found, like, I'm looking at three different articles here, and none of them mention whether they actually shot her or not. I mean, Muldoon doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to back down from that, so. I guess I had canon that it's not the big one. I had canon that it's just a raptor, and he shoots it, and it dies. I think that makes the most sense with like Muldoon's character and, and what's happening in the scene. Yes, no, maybe. Well, no, because I think, because like the big one killed a bunch of raptors, except for two of the them. The big one did kill a bunch of raptors. Because there were like, more. they had eight raptors and the big one killed five of them. She was brutal. Yeah. What? So like, yeah, the only two left were Kim and Randy. Oh, they had names. <laughs> They had names, Kim and Randy, yeah. I didn't know that. Why, why do you think she left Kim and Randy alive? Does, does it say anywhere? Does anyone know? Was she just like, I like you two in particular, but not those other weak-ass bitches? Probably just because they... Um, they listened to her. I guess that makes sense. They were just the, they were just the subbiest raptors. 
And you're like, yes, yes, dumb. The big one got in there and was like, I'm going to pick a fight with the biggest one in there. <laughs> and establish dominance. And they were like, damn, this is the, the hot Five of them team. were... There were five biggest ones. They were exactly the same size down to the millimeter. And she was like, okay, <laughs> I got to kill all of them then. I'm, I'm sure that... Makes... Them's the raptor rules. That's probably... That's raptor law right there. That's probably very true. <laughs> it's probably very canon. Um... <laughs> We'll circle back around to raptors because I don't want to get too off of okay. the questions, yes. but yes. there's something else I have to say about raptors. Um, yes. But we'll circle back around um, because my favorite character, um, it's kind of a toss up, but I think it's Claire. Um, I was expecting you to say Claire. I, I just really like Claire. I mean, I really like Stylus Howard and I really like Claire. I um, I actually like her character arc a lot. I think she's a she's a fun, satisfyingly done character. Um, I like that by the end of the first movie she's in, she doesn't change her mind about family. Like, I, I guess she kind of does at the end of the second one because she impromptu adopts an orphan. But, um, but, um, an orphan was kind of thrust upon her. That's true. But no, I, I think she has a very satisfying arc. And I did like that at least in the first movie, it didn't sort of like end with like, oh yeah, my, my suburban sister was right. I, I am a horrible person for not wanting kids. <laughs> I am the worst. Like, she grew closer to her her nephews, which was nice. Yeah. But she didn't, like, change her mind on wanting her own, you know? So it was... Yeah. It, it was cool. It was it was a way that that arc is not usually handled, in my mind. And, yeah. um... And I like her whole thing. I like her... I like her hair color. I like her fashion style. I like her... And she's just a fun character. I like her a lot. Um... Runner-up was Ellie. Because I really like Ellie Sattler as well. I like her a lot too. I I didn't realize how much I liked her until I rewatched Jurassic Park relatively recently, and just she's she's great. I, I really like her. She really um, is. I like that part in the bunker where she like is like Hammond, you're sexist, and also <laughs> you're old. I'm gonna go do the action hero <laughs> thing because you have a cane. You're gonna hobble over there and get killed. <laughs> and it's just it, it's fun. I I like her a lot. Um, I think I wish she she came back in more of the movies, because um, she's the only one that like didn't really come back in a big way. She came back married to the like homeland security guy or whatever the fuck government job he had that like sent the army to Isla Sorna, and that's really it. She had like two little cameos. Yeah, no, we we see her briefly in Jurassic Park three, and then we're I mean we're finally gonna get to see her again in the next one. And she so doesn't. That's exciting. Have... She doesn't have her husband's name anymore. That's true. So I guess things, <laughs> guess things soured between her and Mr. Homeland Defense. Um, she she publishes an article around the time of Camp Cretaceous. Um, they name drop her oh, yeah. in that show. I remember that. Yeah, I was really excited about that because I like her a lot. Um, she, was, she was using her own last name in that too. So <laughs> divorce probably already happened at that point. Probably, probably weren't together very long. All things considered. I mean, they had a kid. They had a kid. So they had. They, they, had, long, they yeah. were together long enough to have a kid. They had two kids. They had two kids. Yeah, they did. Did they have a baby too? Yeah, yeah, they had a a baby. Um, on the Jurassic Park wiki, it's uh, unnamed baby <laughs> is the the article. <laughs> well, thank fuck that the Jurassic Park wiki can remember things about. <laughs> One of my favorites. Oh, I can't because I clicked. I clicked the link. Wait, what? 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 What's so? Yeah. 
the Jurassic Park wiki article titled Degler's Baby, and the text of the article simply reads, IDK. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's how it is. I, I didn't know either. I, I hadn't yeah, they even had a baby. I thought they just had the like little toddler boy who, who he's like watching Barney and it's like a funny little... I think Jurassic Park 3 is actually genuinely funny. I, I like that movie. It's it's a really fun movie. Like you know, It's a movie you have a good time watching. It is. It also has some weird structural problems. I like the Kirby's a lot, actually, too. That's, that's like a... I remember I've said multiple times, I really, really want the Kirby's to cameo in Dominion. Um, Just... It would be so satisfying for there to be some dinosaurs in Enid, Oklahoma. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want some, like, I want some pterosaurs to go to Enid, Oklahoma. And then there's, um, God, again, I like this character, but I, I struggle with details. What is her name? It's Miss Amanda. Kirby. Amanda, yes. And then, like, there's Amanda Kirby with, with a shotgun. Then <laughs> she's just <laughs> taking them out. She was like, I warned you. I warned you, like, 10, however many years ago, like, 15 years ago at this point, maybe 10 years, 20. I, I don't know how many years this would have been, but. <laughs> uh, it's been 20 now, so by the time the movie comes out, it'll be more than 20. Well, yeah, true. If it's set in the present day, it'll, it'll have been. I, I warned you guys 22 years ago <laughs> not to come here. <laughs> And you did. She just takes them out. I, I don't know what it is with, with me in recent episodes and, and someone threatening, um, uh, like, I was going to call dinosaurs magical beings, the same as Jack Skellington and Santa with a shotgun. But, but that is a, that is a running a running thing now. <laughs> hey, dinosaurs could have been magic. We don't know that much about them. It's true. Them. The fossil record does not include if they had magic or not. Paleontology is far from an exact science. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I, I like Ellie Sattler and I like Claire. Those are those are my two favorites. Um, I'm excited for Ellie to come back, and I'm excited for Claire to come back. And yeah. So um, moving forward, um, what is your favorite dinosaur in general, and what is your favorite dinosaur in the film series? Okay, my favorite dinosaur in general is Archaeopteryx. Good choice. But. There hasn't been an Archaeopteryx in the movies. That's unfortunate. Um, I think there probably was in, like, a video game or something. There definitely was in, like, it. the mobile game or something like that. There uh, Jurassic Park 3, Park Builder, Jurassic Park the Game, and Jurassic Park Arcade all had Archaeopteryx in Wait, it, but those aren't real. They so. were in Jurassic Park the Game? Apparently only in the loading screen. Oh, okay, well, that, that hardly counts. <laughs> no, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, okay, it's not real, but... Like... Well, because I was going to say, they're not even in, like, um, Evolution. Like, like the Builder yeah. game, which has, like, everything. That game has so many species that aren't, like, in the proper movies and things. So I, was I know, and that's dumb, because Archaeopteryx is, like, so iconic. I was surprised and disappointed that Archaeopteryx wasn't... But, um, but now that we're getting into, like, more, like, realistic feathery dinosaurs, maybe it's Archaeopteryx's time? Like, maybe they didn't want to, like, mix too many feathery ones in? In, in the movies, because they were like, yeah, that might confuse people. We're not really doing the whole feathery dino thing. But but now we are. So. It could happen, actually, yeah. Why not? I mean, we're, we're getting that weird little, like, snot-nosed furry thing. 
Right. I forget what it's called. I forget too. Yeah. <laughs> the little quadruped thing. They they like posted a picture of it wearing a mask. It has like uh, Lystrosaurus. Yeah, yeah, Lystrosaurus. But um, but okay. So Archaeopteryx. What about the film series? The film series. I would. I think I'd probably say um, Ankylosaurus. I like those a lot. They're cute. I I really like them. I like their like armored shells and their little tails and stuff. Yeah. So you probably you probably really like Bumpy. I do like Bumpy. I think Bumpy's adorable. <laughs> Day, daily reminder, um, where the fuck is the Bumpy plush? When, Please. <laughs> when are you guys marketing a Bumpy plush? I, I, I literally can't believe that it, it hasn't happened. I mean, I made a tweet right after the show came out that was like, can we have a Bumpy It did plush? the numbers, too. It, it did. It did the numbers. And, and I think some showrunners actually liked it. So, like, where, where the fuck is it? <laughs> I mean, I've noticed that despite the massive merchandization of the Jurassic franchise, there really aren't that many plush toys made. Which seems like a huge, like, seems like a, a waste, because dinos are like... It's, it's a real oversight. They're made like, to be plushies. <laughs> right? Like, there's, like, dinosaurs make great plushies. <laughs> they really do. Like, it's, it's arguably more primed for plushies than, like, a lot of franchises, because humans don't really make good plushies unless yeah. you do them in, like, an anime style. And, and most American franchises don't don't like jump to anime style plushies. Right. But um, I mean, I do own. I have a plushie of the Indoraptor and the Indominus Rex, but they don't. Neither of them look very good. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I like our Indoraptor plush, kind of. <laughs> it, I mean, I I like having it. I think it's cute, but it doesn't really look like the Indoraptor. Well, yeah, because I remember when I was telling you that I need to be I need to be trained to like mosasaurs. Oh. The audience doesn't know. I'm terrified of mosasaurs. Um, it is the only dinosaur in this entire series that freaks me the hell out. Um, I'm just absolutely god awful frightened of them. Like the scene where it eats the sub, can't do it. Um, the scene where it jumps out and eats the guy on the ladder, nope. Um, <laughs> the scene, the worst is the the the, the surfer wave scene. That scene fucks oh. me up. That scene stresses me out terrifies me it's it's really just i'm afraid of giant sea monsters because <laughs> like like i don't know like, you, you can't go anywhere in the ocean you know like unless no seriously like on land you can like i mean yeah nowhere is safe you can run or you can drive like you can like humans humans can't swim very well so like when a when a sea monster that's built for swimming comes up on you like you're done it's it's over especially if their mouth is like huge like like, 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 you know those memes that are like, if this happens, what are you going to do? And, like, people are like, I would handle it. Like, 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 if you're swimming in the ocean and a giant mosasaur mouth comes at you, like, what are you going to do? You can't do anything. <laughs> like, anyway, that's why mosasaurs fucking terrify me. So, yeah, when, when you were going to, when you were going to train me out of being afraid of mosasaurs, I, like, looked into mosasaur plushies and, like, none of them were, like, none of the Jurassic Park ones were very good right which is weird because that, that like, seems like a very easy marketable plushie it's like a crocodile shark i know like i don't i don't know why they just can't make good like jurassic park plushies like the only ones i've seen that i really super liked are from japan well of course because because japan just <laughs> japan knows merchandising like nobody's yeah. business like i've 
I really like the Chikori-sans and um, mm, Chikori. uh, Universal Studios in Japan. They sell really cute uh, plushies of at the Jurassic Park. Listen, ride, like, I'm just saying all you need to do is you need to look at Funko Pops and then like whatever like reasonably similarly priced I guess like the prize figures um anime figures and, and there you go that just that tells you what you need to know about Japanese merchandising versus American merchandising I mean they're not really similar in price but they are similar in concept I would compare Funko Pops to Nendoroids no that's why I what Nendoroids are even more off than prize figures no I'm talking about like prize figures like like the Catherine and and the Rem that I have I know I know no. I'm saying, but like, I'm saying I'd compare them because of the stylization. Oh, okay. That's fair. Like, they're, I know the the price is not comparable at all, but in terms of, like, uh, stylization, like, if Japan makes a stylized <laughs> figure, you get a cute little Nendroid. If America does, you get a horrifying square, soulless-eyed Funko Pop. I guess I was also coming at it from the, like, angle of, like, widespread. Like, Nendroids do get a lot of characters, but, like, scale figures in general get, like, every character and like yeah. funko pops get like every character and the results are strikingly different but yeah in terms of like similar stylization of like big head big eyes little body um weirdly detailed despite the weird proportions and stylization <laughs> nendoroids it's not even a competition it's kind of embarrassing right, yeah. actually um but yeah now, now that i've brought funko pop hate into this and, and also talked about how I feel about um, Japanese merchandising. Um, my favorite dinosaurs. Um, I also, I love the Archaeopteryx. Um, They're so cool. Feels boring to say the exact same one as you. Um, but that's just how I feel because Archaeopteryxes are very cool. They're, they're funny little birds and they have long tails. Yeah, I love them so much. <laughs> I love them a lot. Um, and then my favorite dinosaur from the movie See, you would think it would be either the Spino or Stiggy, because those are my, like, second and third favorite dinosaurs in real life. But it's not? It's the Indoraptor. Oh. I actually really love the Indoraptor. Um, I love its, like, long fingers. It's, like, nasty, Mm. like, gothic horror movie fingers. I love the Indoraptor. And I love its, like, salamander color scheme. Like, the, like, black with the streaks of yellow and the red eyes. That's like Very very salamander-y, very striking. I I love it, to be honest. I really, I I, I like the Indoraptor a whole lot. The Indoraptor was just, they they really went off with that design. I I really liked it. Um... So, I mean, with, with some tangents on the way, we actually got through all three questions. And it only, it only took us a half hour. And you thought we wouldn't have enough content to fill out this episode. I mean, yes, with the, with, with the random rambling and, and three opinion questions that, that are... The relevant lore- rambling. I guess, I guess, yeah, the rambling did break some lore along the way. But we should get into the actual, the actual meat of the episode. So, okay. um... Do you, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Alright, um, I want to f- start by talking about, um, what I think was why Jurassic Park was such a, 
a failure as a park. Um, okay. Now here's, I think this is a little, a little fun fact that's actually kind of emblematic of why it was a failure. Um, I break that lore. One of the rides in Jurassic Park, the uh, the Jungle River Cruise, we didn't get to see it in the movie, but it was actually featured in the book. Um, it just goes right through the Dilophosaur paddock. No, yeah, that that seems like a like a like a bit of an issue, um, because like I I mean I want to circle back to the um, like after we're done we're talking about the river at Jurassic Park, I actually want to talk about the river at Jurassic World because I also have feelings about the river ride at Jurassic World. <laughs> So do I. But, like, at least those ones, it wasn't, like, dinosaurs with, like, deadly projectiles. <laughs> like, like if the, um, if the, um, Dilophosaur has one thing, it's, it, it's shooting a deadly neurotoxin <laughs> directly at you. <laughs> Which, like, I assume they didn't have, like, glass barriers, because that would probably ruin the immersion and it wouldn't be as fun. And an electric, electric, invisible electric fences aren't going to protect you from from neurotoxin <laughs> little shots. It actually it says uh, there was actually a problem because the Dilophosaurus like figured out that they could just hide in the bushes and just attack people going by on the river cruise. Just jump jump on them. So they didn't even they didn't even have the, the, the there was there was electric fences nothing they, to they were just them like from attacking the people on the ride so they they didn't even have to shoot their poison they just they just didn't have any limits they could just jump on the boats and there was just nothing stopping that from happening that's that's embarrassing Hammond I'm gonna be honest that's not. <laughs> But actually, you could do a lot better, I think. That brings up a question. So, like, of course, yeah, the yes. the river ride, the fact that it like goes through the Dilophosaur paddock is 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 very bad, and I don't really know why that would be the decision. So you're making a theme park, right? Mm -hmm. Why did they genetically engineer the Dilophosaurs with working venom glands? They spared no expense. I know they spared no expense. They're, they're going to spare no expense on those lawsuits when someone gets shot with it. <laughs> I just, like, I don't, like, I don't get that. Because, like, they're actively genetically engineering. Because mm -hmm. they're not just, like, bringing them back straight. Like, they're bringing them back with, like, frog and lizard shit. That's why they can switch gender and, and have babies and fucking stuff. <laughs> so, why wouldn't they just turn off the venom glands? <laughs> Because then it wouldn't be authentic. No one knows about... No one has to know! I think... Um, I think it's a lot of, like... They didn't really know what these dinosaurs would be capable of when they cloned them. They really weren't... They really probably shouldn't have been doing this at all, but, like... <laughs> I think that's all. They made the dinosaurs, and then they found out they could spit venom. Well, yeah, and but... by the time they found that out, the dinosaurs were already here. Well, yeah, but like you know, Doctor Henry Wu, like like he's kind of an unscrupulous guy, and and Hammond, like he he just wants the best for people. So like, I mean, I don't know if Hammond would have signed off on like turn off the venom glands. Like maybe he would have been like, no, I want nature to be in the truthful form. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't remember if Hammond actually had an accent like that, but I, I guess that's how I'm voicing him for this episode. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, maybe Hammond would have wanted that, and then like. But, like, Wu would still have been like, eh, no. Not a good idea. 
And, and okay, but consider them the entertainment value. Consider the enter entertainment value. Think about how cool it is to see a dinosaur spit a wad of venom. Directly at your face? <laughs> well, obviously they would take precautions. I mean, obviously they didn't, they though. But <laughs> That's the thing. They didn't take precautions, but how cool it would be if they did take the proper precautions and made it safe for the visitors. How cool it would be if a dinosaur could spit a wad of venom. I mean, it would be cool. Right? That, but that does bring me to a question. Which yes. is like, how is Jurassic Park supposed to really work? Because like, I, f I feel like it gets glazed over because, you know, the entire park goes to hell and like people die and shit. And, and that's why it gets shut mm -hmm. down. <clears throat> but like before everything goes to a crisis, like a whole like part of thing is like, because remember Jeff Goldblum's like, tap, 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 are there going to be any... Uh, dinosaurs on this dinosaur tour? It's yeah. like, oh, I really hate this man. Like, they seemed like they didn't really have a good plan for, like, actually having dinosaurs visible to the guests. Like, like it seemed like they, they weren't really organized in a way that, like... Like, like the T-Rex paddock, for example. It had, like, a little hill. Well, first of all, the geography of the T-Rex paddock is, like, fucking bonkers <laughs> because of... <laughs> because it just changed with however the, like, scene choreography needed it to be. But, like, the T-Rex paddock is, like, like there's a little hill. But, like, most of it is just, like, it's a big overhang where you, like, with forest. So, like, you wouldn't even be able to see the T-Rex unless it was, like, up on that very small hill when you happen to be passing by. Yeah. And I just, I don't get how this was supposed to be a successful, like, zoo-type place. Like I, I, like, I don't, they didn't seem to have a plan for, for dinosaurs showing up on the tour. It's really bad. You know what? It's also really bad for like, um, but my biggest issue is crowd control at this park. Would be terrible. Like, and like, you, you put everybody in these cars and just ha and it just drives them around. Like, the lines? Like, oh my gosh. Like, the whole point of a zoo is that you're able to go in and go at whatever route you want at your own pace and look at Look at the, the animals that you want to see for however long you want to watch them. And well, yeah. You can't do that at Jurassic Park. I was just about to say that. Like, it's not even like there's like, like, it's not even like a, a good way to have a zoo. Because like, if you're looking out the car windows, like you're not even going to be able to see very well. Like, you can't get up close no, and you yeah. can't like, really look. Like, I mean, obviously, um, Jurassic World saw these issues and, and fixed it for the most part. Oh yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic World, World was a much was an actually functioning park. Yeah, like from like, Jurassic Park was never going to be that. From what we see, Jurassic Park is or Jurassic World is organized very like functionally. Mm -hmm. Like it, like it would work as a park in real life. Jurassic Park would never have worked as a park in real life. People would not have been able to to go and and do things. And I don't know why they would have these little like jeeps that five people can fit in at a time, like. I have been to, like, zoos and, like, wild animal parks that have, like, big double-decker buses <laughs> that can fit, like, 80 people on them, and you can see all around you all the all the animals you're going past. That would be a much better system, but still not perfect, like, but it'd be much better than these little cars that go five at a time. I, mean, I think the real answer is because the little cars were cinematic, but, like, no, yeah, yeah. like, like, as soon as you start picking apart the park, it's, like, an actual park that you would go to. It's very strange. <laughs> um, 
So, so the river ride in Jurassic World, I want to talk about that while we're talking about oh, park yes. attractions and the river ride. I mean, so far this is less lore break and more just like ranting about individual parts of the lore, but like... This is lore. That's, that's just how this episode's going to be. That's, that's just how it is when it's a franchise that we really care about and have strong opinions on. We're getting a more, a more chatty episode. Um, yes. But um, the river ride. So, so I have two things about it. Although maybe there's two, yes. is, is there two river rides or is there one river ride? Because I'm, I'm talking about the one in Camp Cretaceous and I'm talking about the one we see in the film. Is that all one long river ride or is there two? I'm pretty sure it's one long river ride. Okay, then I'm going to really rip into this thing. Okay. So, um, so first of all, the entire thing just seems dangerous. It's so dangerous. Like I know, I know that there's... Like, they didn't do the thing with the Dilophosaurus. They put in electric fences. I remember reading that. But they have, like, water carnivores. Like, they have, like, Suchomimus and... Yeah, and Baryonyx and Metriacanthosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. They had, like, Baryon... Yeah, exactly. They had Baryonyx, Suchomimus, like, all those, like, crocodile-y water hunters. Not those those can eat people. Um, but, yeah, no, they just had those just wander in the banks. Which which seems which actually actually back to Jurassic Park they had Tsukamimus swimming in the river in, in their river ride. That's horrible. <laughs> which again I don't really see how that would lead to people not dying. Like I I think people would just die very quickly on the Jurassic Park river ride between getting shot in the face with neurotoxin mm-hmm. and being eaten by a uh, Um But yeah. Um, it's like this electric fencing, but I'm like, that can only do so much. Like, what if you have a blackout? Like, what would you right. do? Like, what if, like, like a, a, you know, like a Jurassic Park situation where Nedry caused a blackout. But, like, what if it's, people are already out on the river and there's a blackout? It's Sukumima City in there, then. Like, Hell yeah. And then on top of that, like, what if a person, like, like electric fences only work, like, like, I assume the dinosaurs would have, like, neurochips or something, like, that, like you know, shock collar them. Mm-hmm. What if a person just like, you know, just goes in there? Like what, what's... That's why they have signs that say, do not get out of your kayak. People aren't like that though. Like I know people, I know. I know. people <laughs> would get out of their kayak. It would be some dumbass, some, some very like rich, probably white, like American would be like, fuck it. I don't have to follow the rules. I've got money. I'm in my candy colored polo shirt and my shorts and my daddy's lawyer and i'm gonna go sit with the dinosaurs and then you got a sukumimus sukumimus lunch on your hands um you'd have a couple of like dumb college students being like dude i, I dare you to go jump on the stegosaurus yeah <laughs> i was going for like spoiled rich boys but like no yeah like the frat boys like like the, well usually those two actually pretty overlap but like but like you know, like yeah, like the like the backwards hat, like uh, tank top, jersey, nothing under it, like yeah. like yeah, yeah. Those ones who like sneak alcohol in Jurassic World, they're like, dude, <laughs> go sit in Sukumimus's mouth. What? That's dangerous. I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. And then they do, and then they die horribly. Yeah, very grisly. Um, I am amazed that Jurassic World went 10 years without any major... Well, that's the thing. We're insulting it, but it, it went 10. There, there's there's some lore, finally. Um, Jurassic World was actually open for 10 years. 
Nothing went yeah. wrong. Ten or at least nothing publicized. Well, actually, that's true. Maybe there were covered up incidents. I think there were actually, I think the evolution of Claire, there was like behind the scenes incidents. Not like to the level of like a guest got hurt and they covered it up. But like, I think like, like some staff got hurt and things like that. I, I haven't gotten very far Didn't, into that book. Uh, but I haven't read the book yet because you have it. But like... <laughs> I read on, like, the wiki article or something. Didn't, like, an intern get attacked by a raptor or something? I think it's something like that. I mean, there's a picture of a raptor attack on the cover of the book, so that that really just tells you all you need to know if you think about it. Um, and and I've seen, I've also seen, like, YouTube videos around, like, the raptor attack that haunted Claire for her entire career, and I'm like, okay, yeah, she, she probably was witness to a, a horrible raptor attack during her internship. Um... But, okay, yeah, The River Ride. Before we get on, because I was going to talk about actually how, how the Jurassic World came to be and, like, Claire and all that, because that's some lore we can break. But, um, but, uh, but uh, before we do that, I have to continue roasting The River Ride because there's more. Um, Please do. So the part in Camp Cretaceous, again, this is just going back to, like, why, how, how is this, like, a good functional theme park? Um, so the River Ride in Camp Cretaceous that we see, like, it's it's a later part of the ride, I assume. It has those really cool um, uh, bioluminescent Parasaurolophus. Is that, is that the right, oh, right species? Yeah, yeah Parasaurolophus, yeah. And, and that's a really cool part, and I really liked that. Um, I mean, I know you've complained before that they can just, like, walk up to the boats. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, that's terrible. Like, I know they're, like, they're herbivores. They're not going to eat a person, but they could still attack you they have a giant like horn thing like like their head looks like it's made for headbutting you know if pushed a kangaroo will kill a man what do you think a two-ton parasaurolophus is gonna well, exactly do? like like look at a parasaurolophus that's that's just a it's <laughs> just a fucked up giant kangaroo <laughs> it's like a kangaroo if it was a duck like a king yeah like a, like a giant kangaroo duck monster that's a parasaurolophus and and yeah, exactly. If a kangaroo can kill a man, a parasaurolophus sure can too. So that's dangerous. That's dangerous right there. That's not even what I was going to complain about, but that's dangerous. What, sure I, what I'm dangerous. here to complain about, and I know you already know what I'm going to complain about. I'm, I, I think I do. The yeah. branching path directly from the like part where the park goers go to the Mosasaur Lake. <laughs> you see, that doesn't bother me. I know it doesn't because you think it's for ventilation, but I ask you, could it have been engineered better? Yeah, like they absolutely could have had more like precautions, like they really should have spared no expense. But like, I don't see a problem with all of the waterways of the park being connected through underground Well, I don't have a problem. That's what they do at Disneyland. I don't have a problem with that either. I have a problem with like the canal that the guests are going through has a one-way ticket to mosasaur death <laughs> it's covered by a grate a singular grate <laughs> that broke okay the grate isn't supposed to break okay but how good of a grate can it be like we didn't even i don't even did we see what broke it like i don't think we I did it was just like, already broken like a parasaurolophus probably knocked it the wrong way and it was like that's it <laughs> like like they've got parasaurolophus just wandering the streets in there like it was something that was bound to happen. And then, like, you know, there's going to be some dumb person who's like, ah, oh, is this a secret pathway or is it branching paths in the exhibit? And then, then dead. Most sore. <laughs> Again, 
10 years astounding <laughs> like even if they had like like multiple grates you know like a bunch of walls of grates just tons like one after another really like bolted into the walls very intensely made just, just a whole gauntlet offense you know what i think it is what it's not that there were no incidents for 10 years like because i refuse to believe that at the dinosaur park that has this bad security that nobody that there were no incidents i think it's you know that urban legend where it's like nobody dies at disneyland i am not familiar with it now okay so um just in brief um it's this urban legend that states that nobody has ever officially died at disneyland because nobody is legally declared dead until they're taken off the property (laughs) and that's not true at all oh it's not people have been that is not it's not true at all that's that's very disappointing i was actually people have been very invested in that decapitated at disneyland (laughs) very invested in that urban legend i'm actually kind of disappointed that's not true no it's it's not true people have been decapitated at disneyland people have been decapitated at disneyland for real somebody stood up on i believe it was the matterhorn oh and uh Oh, that just sounds horribly unsafe. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's terrible. See, that's, that's right the kind of shit um, that would happen at this park. It sure is, except worse. They'd stand up on the Sukumimus and then <laughs> wouldn't even get decapitated, just get whole, whole bitten in half. But yeah, no, I think it's just that, like, nobody has ever declared dead at Jurassic World. If anybody is injured... They are immediately airlifted to Costa Rica, where they are declared dead as soon as they. Well, land. I was going to say that's the thing. They own the whole island. Like you'd have to, you have to take them all the way off. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's a that's a brilliant marketing decision, like having monopoly over every single business on the yeah, entire no. landmass of your park. You cannot stay at a hotel off property, and like, you can't even just like go for an afternoon like i think this the smallest ticket package is like three days no yeah like they have they have full monopoly <laughs> on the hotel on any food you eat like they can just charge whatever the fuck you want yeah and i'm actually kind of curious about that because i know I, I haven't actually looked into it so i don't know why i'm bringing this up but like I'm, I'm actually really curious what masrani's like financial sort of philosophy was well granted he seems like a pretty good guy when we saw him, he, he seemed like a pretty just down-to-earthy, I-want-people-to-see-dinosaurs and have fun. Because um, I remember, like, a, a scene that I, I thought was really interesting in, in the first movie. Hammond, um, Hammond is talking at the park, and, and Gennaro's like, oh my god, we're gonna be quadrillionaires. We're gonna make a gajillion dollars. We can monopolize everything, like we're talking about with Jurassic World. We can charge anything for people to come to this park. And Hammond's like, no, no, I, I want the poor people to come to the island. I want everyone to be able to see dinosaurs. That's paraphrasing, but I'm sure it was something like that. <laughs> and, and it just seemed like Hammond was very dedicated to the idea of making Jurassic Park, like, affordable. Which which I think, I mean, I'm just going to, I also really like Hammond, so I guess I'm just going to talk about him for a second here. I Hammond's cool. I really like Hammond. Mm-hmm. I think that ties, like, I think that was a really interesting decision that tied well into his backstory of, like, like you know, he's he's a poor he's a poor orphan, it seems like. Which doesn't make sense. I don't know how he made all his money. But, because, you know, because, like, his backstory, well, I guess running in Jen. But, you know, he, like, his backstory is that he, like, he made a flea circus. He was, like, a little, like, 
flea circus dude. And I don't know if he's actually a poor off. I shouldn't have said that so confidently. I, um, I'm honestly not sure. But um, I'm going to look it up now, actually, because now I'm curious if I just lied to everyone. Um, because I can physically only imagine poor orphans being like little flea circus hustlers, I guess. It says he built his fortune, I guess. Um, you know, I, I just don't think we know about his backstory, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say that he's a poor orphan. <laughs> Because we don't know anything about his backstory. So, um... So, yeah. Let's, there we go. Um, um, can I jump back for one second? Because I did a little research while you were talking about that, and I, I found an answer well, well, you to, uh... You could have let me finish talking question. about Don Hammond. Sorry, but... sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I just, I was just gonna say, I think it ties well into his backstory of, like, he, he wants to make people... Like, I really like the jello scene. Or not the jello scene. Not the jello scene. The, the ice cream scene. The ice cream scene is one of my favorite, mm-hmm. one of my favorite movie scenes in general. Just like a really well done scene. Like it him and Ellie are debating like the ethics of the park. And, uh, and yeah, no, I, I think Hammond was a really, a really likable developed character. And I know a little about like, he was a much bigger like asshole in the book. He was more of just like a like dickwad capitalist, very like, I'm going to make as much money as I can and I but I hate everyone and, and I want you to like my park even though people die because I don't care if people die. And and like I feel like in in the movies he's so much more sympathetic. He's just like, I, I just want to make people happy. Or, or it's making people die. Or, or this is very unfortunate. <laughs> um But yeah, so so what we what did you what did you find out? Okay, so um you wanted to know about like uh because they so, so... Jurassic World has a whole monopoly on everything. It really does. You have to go through them. So you want to know about... So they can charge whatever they want, right? Well, I mean, actually, I, sh- I should mention, they do have outside, like, Margaritaville. Like, J- Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville does have a, a franchise location in, in Jurassic Jurassic World. So, so technically... Margaritaville is actually... um, That's my entire uh, point here. Is, oh, um... well, look at that. <laughs> so uh, you can actually see... The Margaritaville menu, I guess. Oh, you can. Because, um, Margaritaville has an article on the Jurassic Park wiki. Of course. And on that menu, there are prices. Uh Uh-huh. So do you think Margaritaville on Jurassic World would gouge their prices? Hmm. You know, I I I think if I was, I think if I was Jimmy Buffett, yes. Yes, I would. Because, right, you know, okay. they're, they're there, they're thirsty, they're they're looking at dinosaurs. And you know what? What's better than looking at dinosaurs while, while sipping a Margaritaville margarita? So um, I compared the prices from the Margaritaville in Jurassic World to my local Margaritaville See, in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is why you do the real research. <laughs> the Margaritaville in Las Vegas, for the exact same drinks, uh-huh. costs more than the one at Jurassic World. Oh, so they were... They were undercharging, actually. <laughs> That's... Yes. Like, you can get a Who's to Blame margarita on Isla Nublar for eight fifty. Oh, that's not bad, actually. On the Las Vegas Strip, it costs eleven twenty-five. Oh, that's that's kind of brutal. <laughs> oh wow! So so you know what? In that case, I was quite right. Maserani is the type to be like, you know what? Let's make things affordable. So it's... well, I mean, that's the thing, like. It's an island destination. 
like things have to be affordable so they can like break even like if you're only catering to the one percent you're not going to make as much money as you could that's a good point actually affordable to the average joe still i I think it's nice they got people trapped on that island and they're and they're not like taking them for all they're worth they're they're giving them relatively affordable versions of expensive things (laughs) um that's really cool that's good job finding that that's that's some really neat lore to break that was i'm glad i offhandedly mentioned I'm glad I offhandedly mentioned Masrani's financial practices. <laughs> um, making a, a very like like a like hurting your knees type jump segue. Um, <laughs> so we were talking about merch. Merch. So in the original Jurassic Park, and I know you're not going to know what, and I know you're going to know what I'm talking about as soon as I say it. There's a very interesting plushie in the gift shop. Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. One, one share, share with the class then, if if you know what I'm gonna say. Well, I'm I'm thinking you're gonna talk about the Smilodon. I'm. That's exactly what I'm gonna talk about, because that's weird. It sure is. There's yeah. There's there's like a Smilodon in in the gift shop. Do you do you think that Hammond was intending to to have Ice Age animals at his at his park? I think I could see that as a very realistic, like, phase two of Jurassic Park. Like, after they've gotten all the, like, iconic dinosaurs, they're going to go for, like, prehistoric creatures from other eras. Well, because actually, I mean, like, I was just going to say, when you bring back a dinosaur, you you probably, like, like, bringing back an Ice Age creature is probably not as hard. Right? No, yeah, they are. I mean, there's literal, like, plans to bring mammoths back to life like, well that's true i was gonna say like in in our world right now where we live in in real life there's there's like ice age animal de-extinction projects so it's not like mm-hmm. it's it's not very unimaginable that the jurassic universe would be able to de-extinction ice age animals right yeah like yeah a couple years later down the line maybe there's this big like promotion jurassic park 2 ice age and like i think they're even like continuing because like Hen Wu is is still working on ice age stuff like in in the modern day well i mean before right. you know you yeah. know before he lost his job and his doctorates and everything um, yeah <laughs> he was he, he, he had he had big plans i know sometime in the time jump between jp3 and jurassic world i don't remember the exact year um or i don't even know if we know the exact year but he was he was doing like a big expedition for Ice Age type stuff. It was it was after it was after Jurassic World was off the ground because like he was continuing to obviously research and stuff. And then in Camp Cretaceous, mm-hmm. they mention a like big Ice Age excavation that maybe is going to result in mammoths or something. Um, I remember the uh, Sammy. Sa- Sammy was the the country girl, right? The spy. Yeah. Well, she, that's that's mean. <laughs> she she had an identity. She was the country girl. <laughs> Um, but she was, um, she was the one who was really excited about it, I think. And she was, she was like, oh man, that's the mammoths from your, oh wait, sorry. Oh man, that's the mammoths from your expedition to the Ice Age. There you go. That sounds more like her, I guess. Not really. But, um. You did your best. I I can, I can only do like older people, Southern accents. You can only do like a, a debutante divorcee. (laughs) 
Well, maybe that's the case, but I mean, it still sounds good for what it is, don't you think? No, it does, it does. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, no, I, I think that they, if the Jurassic World incident hadn't happened, I think at the very least they would have had Ice Age creatures at Jurassic World. Oh, I'm sure. Because, like, you yeah. know, Dr. Wu was working on it, and I agree, it, it does sound like a phase two or even phase three or, like, whatever of Jurassic Park. I, I, I bet that was in the in the plans. Pleistocene Park. Although, you know, I'm going to sit here and say, smile it on, that's just evidence that, that Hammond is just trying to bring back the most dangerous shit possible first. <laughs> Oh yeah, you could have you could have started with like a mammoth or a, a, a saber toothed squirrel, but yeah, no you like you could have you go for the could have picked one of the like very frightening to look at but ultimately rather harmless ice age creatures. I don't like most ice age creatures. I'm gonna be honest. I think they're I think a lot of ice age creatures are really cool. a lot of them terrify the fuck out of me because they're just like small mammals that I'm like you're way too big. You're not, you're not supposed to be this big. I know you, and you're I not like this big. That, I like that a lot of Ice Age animals are basically just like animals we have today, but like bigger, fluffier, and more teeth. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why I don't like them. Because I'm like, you're, you're <laughs> That's exactly why I like them. You're too big. You got too many teeth. They're too big. And your fur intimidates me. So <laughs> that's why I don't like them. But I think. I think I think mammoths are really cool. I like like wool, I like woolly rhinos. Woolly like... rhinos! Oh my god! I embarrassed myself, kind of, because I I saw a woolly rhino and I was like, is that a mudhorn from from the Mandalorian? <laughs> I mean, the mudhorn is basically just a big woolly rhino. It really is. They they the the design inspiration for that one was just taking a woolly rhino and putting it in the movie, <laughs> or the show rather. Let's take a woolly rhino. Okay, so like. What if like a woolly rhino, you know, from like from like from real life, uh-huh. but like here here's the twist. Here's the twist. I'm listening. They lay eggs. No, they don't just lay eggs. And, they lay, and, they lay... and 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 oh. and 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 here's the twist on the eggs. Here's uh-huh. the twist on the eggs. They're covered in hair. Well, they're actually covered in like shag carpet. Like I wouldn't even call it <laughs> hair. I'd call it like <laughs> like shit looks like yarn. Like it's like big like it really does. Yeah, egg carpet. Like then you open it and it's like gooey gold like sticky like cum i guess i, I don't know it's, it's not cum but like, it's a yolk it's that's that's like you know that's consistency in what it looks like <laughs> if cum was bright yellow which it's which it's not but like you know um i forgot what we were even talking about oh yeah bringing back ice age creatures yeah like <laughs> he just went straight for the most dangerous one I remember you asked me when we were talking about de-extinction, you were like, oh, I think Smilodons are an option. And I was like, why the fuck would you bring back a Smilodon? Like, I'm not saying you should, but like, it's possible. No, nature gave us a real, nature gave us a win by by not having us around at the same time as the Smilodon. And I really, I really don't want to mess with that one. Yes, we were. Not us. Not me, not you and me personally, but humans were. Was it like like full humans or was it like pre-humans? Yes, it was full humans. I don't know the stages of when humans became like human humans, okay? I didn't study prehistoric evolutionary development. But um but but 
remember the humans in Ice Age that were only in the first one? Those were those were Homo sapiens. Like that was weird. Humans really did just kind of disappear from that franchise. Yeah, they just weren't there anymore. <laughs> but I mean, that's just because Ice Age movies after that just started to do like fuck all ever they wanted. <laughs> Ice Age movies are—they just got weird with it. They. Like, the first one was, like, a dedicated, like, it actually was an Ice Age movie. It was about, like, Ice Age animals in the Ice Age with, like, Ice Age humans. And then after that, it was, like... Uh... Let's do global warming, then let's do dinosaurs, and then let's do pirates, like... And just whatever happened, happened, really. Let's have some alien squirrels. Why the fuck not? Well, I was gonna say, they have, they have a, like, alien cameo in the first movie, so I was, I was gonna be surprised that they had never, like, brought back aliens... They, they brought it back because there's that because you know there's that frozen sexy scrats that frozen they were sexy scrats are you a furry have you never seen the scratazons i have never seen the scratazons this doesn't sound very jurassic park related if i'm being this is not jurassic honest. parky but it's really important to me i'm going to put the scratazons in the thumbnail because of this God, i really wish you, you i really see. wish you wouldn't because whatever you're sending me i assume i'm going to accuse you of being a furry like several seconds later I am not. I don't, I don't think they're sexy. You but if sure you, called them sexy. Okay, if you can look at them and tell me that they're not like fur, blatant fur bait. They're so weird looking. Like I know I'm like not a furry. Like I'm very vehemently not a furry. I know you're the opposite of a furry. But like, they're so weird looking. <laughs> Yeah, this is what the Ice Age franchise decided aliens should look like. Like, I guess they have, like, hips and, and tits and stuff, so I, I guess if you're a furry, you're into them, I guess. They're so weird. Okay, whatever. I, I don't care. <laughs> um, but, um... But yeah, so so Smilodons. That that would have been a big idea. That would have gone poorly. Um, um, hey, it's it still can. Like we don't even know what they're doing in the next movie. And like, I mean, that's true. There's supposed to be a, a appearance from a, a prehistoric creature. The surprising we haven't seen before. So I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, isn't there? There's also like rumors of like Demetrodons and things like that, isn't there? Yeah. Like we're getting we're getting more with like. Le, le, Whatever it's called, Listerine Saurus or whatever. Um, <laughs> what is it, Lystratosaurus? Lystrosaur. Lystrosaur. That's what it is. Um, it's like with those and like possibly Demetrodons. Like it, it does seem like we're moving into more. Doesn't have to be a dinosaur territory. Like we we had that from the start with the uh, Pteranodons. So that's true. But, you know, like, everyone thinks pteranodons are dinosaurs anyway. So That's true. They're, it's really not. They're um, lumped in with dinosaurs. You know, like, like I thought pteranodons were dinosaurs. I still kind of do, like, in half my brain. Like, you know, like, the part of my brain that's like, you know, maybe, like, maybe just maybe. It's like, when you think of dinosaurs, you, you do think of pteranodons. I do think and you're of like, wait a minute, no. Well, because they were my favorite oh, dinosaurs for a very long time. So I was like. Yeah. Um, yeah, most people do. So, yeah, I, I just. All right, so um, I think we've I think we've talked Smilodons to death. Um, oh, here's like. A... Although actually. Oh oh. Um. It gives me kind of a good tangent because like, yeah, Smilodons never did end up making it as the new blob, uh -huh. but a different kind of saber-toothed creature sure did. 
Really? Um, so, um, there is native fauna of Isla Nublar called the, um, the Nublar Tufted Deer. Oh, yeah! I, I know, I know about those. I mean, our audience doesn't, but I do. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, um, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with Tufted Deer. They're, they're those weird-ass-looking deer. They're, like, really short, but they have these huge, sharp teeth. I'm actually not familiar with Tufted Deer, but that sounds fucked up, so we'll just... Put that in the thumbnail, there, I guess. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, um, tufted deer are native to Asia, and, like, there aren't any known in, you know, Central America <laughs> or its outlying islands like Isla Nublar is, but for some fucking reason, Isla Nublar <laughs> has its own species of <laughs> tufted deer, <laughs> and we've never seen it in the books or the movies. It was in one cut scene where... One was supposed to be killed by a dinosaur. So that's, that's it. But it actually is critically important to the lore. That actually gives me a segue into some lore that I didn't even think I was going to mention. Oh, yeah? But I guess I am. <laughs> that is actually the reason why Rexy and um, the Apatosaur and stuff like that. I keep mentioning the Apatosaur still being alive. So I guess I'll just like segue into some really quick lore. Um, the Apatosaur that dies on the dock when Nublar is like exploding in Fallen Kingdom is the apatosaur that Ellie and Alan see. Um, it's it's the first dinosaur they see at Jurassic Park, is the last dinosaur that anyone sees on the island. Um, it's, it's very sad, actually. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I, I kept alluding to that, and my brain kept being like, we'll circle back, and, and there's, there's no better time to circle back. So that's... That's what I mean when I keep saying the apatosaur was still alive because the apatosaur that they see in the beginning of that movie is is the one that dies and, and tries to get over the smoke and it's 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 all very sad actually. Mm-hmm. Um but um Right, the tufted deer. So like the reason why the apatosaur and Rexy and stuff were still alive. Um a plot point of why Isla Sorna has not mattered at all in the present movies and why um that wasn't an option for for the whole mount sebo evacuation although i could honestly argue that like it's so close to nublar that maybe it's just a bad idea with with the whole volcanic ash fallout and all that um but um the ecosystem on isla sorna actually collapsed mm-hmm. um because there was there was no like prey animals and because, like, the priority of the park is making as many, like, cool predators. Because the predators are, like, you know, that's the draw. Like, yeah. like the herbivores are nice. They're, they're very big and fun and cool looking. But, like, you know, the real draw is, like, we want to see a Dilophosaur kill something. We want to see a Velociraptor kill something. We want to see a T-Rex kill something. You know, a uh, Spinosaurus. Um, so... Um, because they were making so many predator animals when Isla Sorna got um, abandoned, there just wasn't enough like prey animals to go around because of the like number of herbivores compared to the number of predators. So the um, because there were too many predators, the the ecosystem just died out. Like it collapsed. It just it couldn't sustain itself. Um, but the reason why um, Isla Nublar didn't do that and was able to remain functional until the park reopened was because of the tufted deer. 
Huh. Yeah. Their native populations were enough that Drexy and... Um, well, none of the raptors were left alive. So so just just Rexy, I guess? Was Rexy the only predator in Jurassic? No, the Dilophosaurus. Um, yeah. So like Rexy, the Dilophosaurus, and there might have been other predators in Jurassic Park. I know there were more dinosaurs that we didn't know about. Well, in Sukumimus in the river. Um, but yeah, there was like enough like tufted deer and things that like the ecosystem was able to actually relatively well sustain itself. And I don't even know why I'm just mentioning Jurassic Park. There's also a couple of years in between Fallen Kingdom and and Jurassic World, where, it was, again, it was sustaining itself relatively well. Yeah. Um, so actually, the, the tufted deer are actually pretty important to the lore for, for something that never actually appears in the films. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I've always found that fact kind of fun, because I've always wondered about Sorna and, like, what happened to it. And, and apparently it just kind of burned itself out. But, um, mm. but yeah. Actually, that gives me another segue to what I was going to segue to. Um, because we talked about Sorna and why it wasn't an option for the evacuation. This is more a question than actual lore, because we don't have an answer. We do. Do you think Sanctuary Island existed? Um, I mean, whether it did or didn't doesn't really matter well i know but it, it matters for the question yeah, but like I, it, I know it doesn't know. change anything because they were never going to sanctuary island they were always yeah. going to be sold in an auction that's i mean i mean yeah that's that's what the film shows we, we've we've seen it but um but i mean like like do you think in the universe of jurassic park do you think that sanctuary island is a real place or do you think that mills was just lying his ass off i think it could be real you know what yeah, why I think not? it'd be funny if he was lying. He like made a whole ass like fake scale model. He would to like one of those like RPG map makers, and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna put the trees here, the mountains here. Um, I'm gonna give it a nice half moon shape with a cool water area." He went. He went to Michael's and he bought all. He bought all these little craft supplies to make his, his model. His model. He was like, "I'm gonna make the coolest dinosaur island anybody's ever seen." I was was like, "What are you doing over here, Master Mills?" And he was like. Don't talk to me, I am model making. And Maisie was like, oh my god, can I play with it? And he was like, daddy's busy. And and, and, and he, he made his delicate little model and he just terraformed the hell out of it and, and did whatever he... I, I think it's fake, personally. He, he got a team of researchers to make the perfect dinosaur island so that nobody would question it. Like, this is the only place we can take the dinosaurs. It's the perfect island. Because, like, Lockwood was, like, fucking senile. Like, he could easily be like, yeah, no, this place totally exists. I went there. I I had boots on the ground. They were my boots. And and Lockwood would just be like, oh, jolly good. I, I, I suppose that is probably true. And... I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's, he's he's this, like, 90-year-old man in a wheelchair. He's not going to go to the island himself. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think Sanctuary Island is fake. If, if only because, one, the image of, of him making his own fake-ass island with a model kit from whatever craft store you mentioned. Um, that's funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I also think it makes him so much more of a slimy asshole. If it's, like, there's nothing a real island. He's just, like, there's this... Fake ass island. Please don't check an atlas. It's it's not on there. But it, but it's real. We actually uh, we we blocked out the Google Maps satellites. So you're not gonna find it. Remember remember Attack of the Clones when when Dooku removed Kamino from the map to keep the the clones a secret. Um, we're keeping the dinosaurs a secret. So I I removed every 
chart of this island. So, so don't go looking for it because you will not find it. But trust me, we know where it is. <laughs> Source, do you trust me? <laughs> that's, that's actually that's that's the funniest answer, and I want to go for. I want that to be true. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, uh, I mean, I have another another question that we could ask about yeah. it, but I mean, if you want to do something else first, we can. <clears throat> I want to hear the question. Okay. So, in, in Jurassic Park The Lost World, I mean, again, this episode yes. is very discussion-based. It's not as, as lore-breaky <laughs> as usual. It's very just like, let's just examine this series and, and have fun with it. But, um... I kind of like how this episode's going, and if you guys like the format, tell us. I think us, it's a lot of and, fun, and we can do more episodes yeah. if we if we know it well enough to to just kind of ramble about it like this. Um, I mean, Jurassic Park's not something that has like that kind of lore we can dive into, so it's more this is. Yeah, it's it's more about like analyzing what's there because I was talking to you about it. There's like a little bit of like expanded universe stuff, but it, it's mostly just like what's in the films, and you have to kind of extrapolate mm -hmm. from the films. So that's what we're doing this episode. But, um, so Jurassic Park San Diego, I, I wanted to talk about that yes. really quick. Um, so for those people who, who just aren't as familiar with it, um, in The Lost World Jurassic Park, which is the second movie, the titles are actually very confusing if, if you think about it. Um, they follow the format of the Super Mario games. It's okay. <laughs> so the reason I'm bringing this up is, is because we know like what, um, Jurassic Park San Diego, like was going to look like. And I was looking at it, and, I, and I'm really curious if, like, it would have even been a good enough investment to, like, make up for the risk and, like, the continued, like, requirement to to make more dinosaurs and, and purchase them and stuff. And it just, it, it seems, I, I don't know. I, mean, I guess it could have been successful. The art of, of uh, Jurassic Park San Diego, it's, it's not impressive. It looks really small. It's a big like coliseum, and in and by big, big is a very relative term because it's, it's not really that big. But um, I mean, it looks like a sporting arena, which is not big enough for a theme park. Right, like it's a it's a sporting <laughs> arena, and and the way that it's set up is it looks like it has some like some little trees and and a little lake or two, and and then a bunch of herbivores just kind of milling about. And that doesn't strike me as something that would be like terribly big money yeah it really doesn't it's just like I... what were you gonna say it's, it's just it doesn't look like it'd be a very good park it just looks way too small it doesn't and like that's the thing like it, it looks like it has like a very specific set of like land forms like i was like terraforming but but this isn't pokemon and this isn't ruby this is <laughs> 1983 or 1985 so they don't have like magic terraforming arenas and um and um i just i i don't know because i was thinking like okay what could we do here that would maybe make a lot of money and i guess like 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 dinosaur battles but like that that feels like it would become illegal very quickly right if you, if you think about it like like if you can't do like cockfighting or dogfighting, I, I don't think you can do dinosaur fighting. Like really, I mean, uh, what were you gonna say? You really like shouldn't be able to. Well, I was gonna say, are there even any animals that you can like legally 
Yeah, fight each other for sport and, and gamble on it. Humans? Well, not humans. I, I oh. meant like animals that aren't humans. No. It's well, only so then, humans. Then, then that's the thing then. You, you can't do that with dinosaurs. I I mean maybe they could try to argue like dinosaurs don't really exist. They're like they're like genetic creations. Cuz I mean that that does come up in the series sometimes is like, oh, the humans own the dinosaurs, I guess, or are they animals or like what kind of rights do they have? I mean that's the whole that's the whole linchpin of the beginning of of Jurassic um Jurassic Fallen Fallen Kingdom is is do the dinosaurs have enough rights for us to, right. to give a shit about them yeah. going extinct again. Um But yeah, I mean the way that it's pictured, I I just like, I guess they could have shows, but, like, then they'd need, like, really good trainers and things. And, and how many shows could they even do? And then, it, and it, you know, it, it doesn't become as big of a draw or as big of a, like, come back all the time. And you can only charge so much for, like, going to see a show, you know? Yeah. So it really just, it just strikes me as, like, it wouldn't be a big money maker, so maybe it's not worth the risk of, of bringing a bunch of dinosaurs that will eventually. Like, there was no way that Jurassic Park San Diego didn't fail. Oh, like, it there... was. It would have absolutely failed. Like, even if they had gotten that that Tyrannosaurus in there, like, psh. it absolutely would have broken out. Like, there's there's no chance it wouldn't have. Yeah. So like, it just it doesn't seem like like it's worth like it doesn't seem like they make that much money, and and then they wouldn't. They probably yeah. have to pay a lot of. A lot of fees and, and penalties and things. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, they'd have to pay whatever fines they got for fighting dinosaurs if that was the if that was the case. Um, we actually know no information on this, but apparently there was also supposed to be Jurassic World, um, Jurassic Park Europe. Euro Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, the only information we have on it is is that it never happened. <laughs> um, it was supposed to be in the Azores, which I'm going yeah, to... Yeah, the Azores, um, off the coast of um, Portugal. So so I, I don't know what it is with, with Hammond and, and Spanish-speaking... Well, Portugal doesn't speak... They speak Portuguese, They speak right? Portuguese, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was just wrong. Just, you know what? We, we make mistakes. But, um, but Portugal is off the coast of Spain, isn't it? I mean, they're adjacent. It's 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 not an island. I, I meant, you know what? We can just delete this whole stupid part. Um, <laughs> or you can leave it in, and, and you can give them a rare look at me fucking something up and saying just delete it, and then and then you leave it in just to make fun but, of me. But, but yes, to answer your question, Spain and Portugal are next to each other. Yes. I, yes. Yes. I, I know that now. Um, <laughs> but um. But yeah, the Azores was where, or Azores, I'm not really sure how it's Azores, supposed to Azores, according to Wikipedia, it's pronounced Azores. Oh, that's, that's very pretty, actually. Um, but yeah, so that was that was where he was supposed to have um, Jurassic Park Europe. And I guess there is a, um, a poster for it behind Ellie in, in the, the, the like scene where they're eating sea bass and, and stuff. And they're talking oh, about, yeah. we spared no expense. Um, that's it. That, that's all there really is on, on Jurassic Park Europe. We, we don't even know what it would have entailed. We, we just saw it on a poster. Now, I don't there... know how we, how we know where it was, actually. Maybe the book? Um, it must be in the book, because 
sure wasn't in the movie anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I have the book. I haven't started reading it, but I have it. Sounds like me with um mm. with uh the oh my god, what what's the title? The Evolution of Claire. It sounds like me with the Evolution of Claire. <laughs> Listen, I got three novels for Christmas. I haven't read all of them yet because it's only been two weeks. I have I'm working on it. Stack of books I want to read. Unfortunately, ADHD says that I can't focus on books like I, like I did when I was a kid. So if if I was in in elementary school, I'd be just done with every book I owned. <laughs> but elementary school me is a is a ghost of the past. Entirely different person. She really is. I, I don't know where she went. I kind of miss her. But um. But yeah. So. Jurassic Park San Diego doesn't look like it would have been a, a big success, and Jurassic Park Europe never got off the ground. But you know what we did get? I have a feeling you're going to tell me. Jurassic Park Orlando. I don't think we actually got that, did we? We got that in real life, baby. Oh, okay. So there's there's the distinction. Well, okay. So, yes. It, like, it... Obviously, I'm talking about the Jurassic Park um, in Islands of Adventure in Universal Orlando. Right. But that park has its own, like, backstory in canon. It does? Yes. Okay. So, the idea was, if Jurassic Park had actually been a success, instead of, you know... A disaster in which several people died. Um, uh huh. They would have opened another Jurassic Park in Orlando. Okay. Which is what we have. That's what you can go visit in Islands of Adventure. Um, so I mean, so so can we just take that to mean that like there would have been like San Diego, Orlando, Europe? Yeah. I'm sure they all would have um, been, like, real. Um, Makes sense to me. Yeah. So go on about Jurassic Park Sorry, Europe. Sorry, uh, one second. Um, I will not give and, you... Okay, here, here's, the, here's the kicker, though. Like, in the Jurassic Park, like, canon in, in this version, Universal Studios, the theme park, exists... So, like, the movie studio that made the Jurassic Park movies is itself a movie studio within the Jurassic Park movies. Well, now I'm wondering if we could, like, find proof of that in the movie. Because there's, you know, there's that scene where the guy gets eaten in front of a blockbuster. <laughs> so, like, could you find a, a universal film that has a poster in, in that blockbuster? It wouldn't surprise me, actually. That's a, that's a, um, that's a challenge for the audience. Go find... <laughs> canonical proof of Universal Studios in, in the Jurassic Park film series. And and that blockbuster is, is your best bet. Yeah, I'd, I'd say if you're going to find it anywhere, you're just going to be there. Um, but, and like, okay. So that, that would be like an alternate timeline of Jurassic Park in which everything went all right. Makes sense. But, you know how I know that Universal still totally exists in, like, the main timeline. I'm listening. Back in, like, I want to say 2001, um, 
there was a a tie-in book for Jurassic Park 3 uh-huh. titled Jurassic Park Adventures Flyers, which, uh, which features pteranodons getting off of the island and flying to Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida and now wreaking those, havoc. Are those the same pteranodons that, uh, that got off at the end of JP3? Or? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> so what uh what happens to them at the end of the book? Um I do not know. I have not read the book, but according to the plot summary, listen, do you expect me to go track down this Jurassic Park children's chapter book from 2002? Where do you think I'm going to find well, it? Well, I, I I know when we when we did Nightmare Before Christmas, we tracked down the whole first like five pages of, of Zero's journey backwards <laughs> and, and read those. <laughs> so... Oh, wait, but, okay. Yeah. It has a digital release on Amazon Kindle, so maybe I can find a PDF of it somewhere. But, but not tonight, though, so... Um, no, so no. Tell us, what, what happens at the end of this novel to those, according to the plot summary? Um, Alan Grant and then um, Amanda and Eric Kirby and an annoying reporter named Manly Wilkes come up with a plan to capture them without being killed. And that's all I have. So I'm going to be honest with you, I think this story is Star Wars Legends. I, I I mean, I know. I don't think it's it's canon. Well, I mean, canonically what happened to those pterodons is, is they went to Canada of all places. I, I don't know why. They stopped at Universal Studios on their way. No, but they were captured in Canada. Or killed. Yeah. I'm not actually sure which one. Um, the the guy, the, 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 like, the asshole, the military guy from Jurassic World. Hoskins, right. maybe? Hoskins, is that yeah. his name? Yeah, he he hunted them down. That's actually how he like got in the good graces of Ingen. He he hunted them down. And then he actually helped them bring in Rexy. He's he's hmm. the reason they captured Rexy. Huh. Um, but he actually only captured her because she had a um I think an abscessed tooth or something like that. Oh, an abscessed tooth, huh? Yeah, she was she she was in need of dental attention and it had weakened her to the point that um, the mercenary team was able to successfully recapture her. Ooh. But it's implied she that otherwise, that... otherwise they couldn't have. She got that dental attention, right? She's okay now. Yes. Yeah. No. I, okay. Yeah, she got the <laughs> dental attention directly after they recaptured her. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, Rexy's just fine. She's just. But fine. um, she's off eating somebody in California right now. It's okay. She is. She's well. She's in the. <laughs> we last saw her in the San Diego Zoo. I, I don't we really know did. how that would have gone for her. She's she's quite a big target. Um, <laughs> so. So maybe she's recaptured again, but you never know. Um, she could be dead. in the San Diego Zoo. She could be their new exhibit. Jurassic Park San Diego's back to life, baby. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah. So, um... So that's, that's interesting. Do you, do you think that that's still maybe... Like, I assume the book ends with them very much captured and, and taken Probably. back to the island or, or killed or something. I'm sure they do. But, but like, do think, okay. Do you think in theory that that could have happened, maybe? Isla Nublar to Canada is pretty far. They would have had to stop somewhere, and why not sunny Florida? Although, okay, here's my counterpoint. Mm-hmm. I think if 
there had been a massive dinosaur incident at a famous theme park. Like I assume they went to the Canadian wilderness and were quietly trashed down. <laughs> if there had been another massive incident at a at a popular theme park, that that probably would have put a, put a dampener on on Jurassic I mean, World opening like two or three years later. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm probably sorry. probably was pretty quiet. I'm sure it's Maybe like there a were lovely. A few, uh... I'm sure it's a lovely little book. I, I'm sure it's. <laughs> It was probably like a like a GeoCities site where somebody posted that they saw a pterodactyl flying in the sky. <laughs> and see, this is actually getting us into the problem with, with doing a Breaking the Lore on Jurassic Park series. So much of it just isn't canon. Like, so much of it just contradicts itself and, like, they just, like, don't care. Like, it's like how Star Wars Legends was in the old days where, like, you could write tons of shit. But then if George Lucas was like, actually, yeah, I don't care about that. It just wasn't real anymore. Yeah. And that's that's just kind of how the Jurassic Park series is. Like, I think, are the only, I think there's like, um, it's like a couple things that are canon. There's the evolution of Claire is like unambiguously canon because it's written to be a companion book that is 100% canonical to the films. Um, the motion comics were also written to specifically work with the films on um, the Battle of Big Rock, Camp Cretaceous. They're, they're doing more multimedia stuff now, but yeah, but, but that's really like yeah, it's about it really. Like I know the uh, the live tour is soft canon, um, <laughs> but well, actually, really... before... oh sorry, but the, but like other than that, there's really like there's a couple of video games. Like the, the 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 blue VR experience. That's oh yeah. I mean, that's not much of a story, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, before we get too far off, um, Universal Parks, I want to talk about like this is definitely probably also not canon. The Halloween event. Oh, evolution, huh? Yeah, evolution. There's like a very famously kind of creepy I, I mean i'm kind of creeped out by it i don't think i would have wanted to go um jurassic park like walk through experience no that, that that's it's pretty freaky like it was it was like uh, i mean it was like it was your standard like mad scientist type stuff like it was like a a scientist who was making like human dinosaur hybrids but it wasn't it wasn't like the canceled movie where they were like an actual like genuine like functional mix of humans and dinosaurs it was like humans with like like a dinosaur arm or like a like a like weird dinosaur parts like it was like weird like mutant creepy kind of gross and they yeah, were it was pretty violent, freaky stuff worse um and uh, at, at the end um this one this part's really 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 freaky but um you see the corpse of the guy who made the dinosaur hybrids, Dr. Burton, presumably hanged by his own creations. Well, that's just, that's just terrifying. It's gruesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it's a weird one to think about because it is weird that like they've tossed around. Cause I, I mean, I think they've very firmly said that they're never going to canonically do human dinosaur hybrids but they've tossed it around a surprising amount between the cancelled movie that would have heavily featured them and um 
this like this this like scary Halloween experience that hinged on them. If they weren't moving away from hybrids, I'd actually genuinely wonder if they were. Well, I mean, there was there was that whole theory, and and you laughed at me for actually kind of liking the theory that Maisie has like Velociraptor DNA in her. No, like I honestly would it would not surprise me if that was something that was like in an early draft of the movie that they kept in like some hints for because it's weird well because i was gonna say the theory like it, it makes a lot of i guess this kind of breaking the lore sort of it, it's a tangent but it's this is sort of i guess theory crafting lore but um but no yeah there's, there's like like i remember reading the theory and there was like enough stuff that i was like this is like a little strange like um mm-hmm. like you know the way she stalks around and scares iris um which, like, that could just be kid stuff. But it is, it is weird from, like, a standpoint of, like, details matter when you put them in a movie. Yeah. Um, like, she's she's actively compared to a dinosaur in those scenes. And she, she wants to be compared to a dinosaur in those scenes. And then, like, something else someone mentioned. Um, her eyes. Um, there's a lot of focus on her eyes in the movie. There's a lot of focus on her eyes. And there's also, like, a lot of focus on Velociraptor eyes. And especially... Some people claim, like, I, I don't really remember. I, I remember I, like, tried to look at it, but I couldn't find, like, a good shot of her eyes. But her eyes look kind of golden, which, like, velociraptors are the only, like, species that have, like, bright gold eyes in the franchise. Hmm. Um, and then I think people have also, like, mentioned, like, things like the, in- the Indoraptor, like, gravitating towards her, which admittedly could be that she was, like, the smallest, most vulnerable prey in the area and um but but the way that the indoraptor like plays with her no yeah the indoraptor has like is like really like the indoraptor wants her above all else no yeah and it's like and and it's there's weird no reason the explained like, for it in the movie like yes the indoraptor like it teases wheatley like it like fakes him out and stuff and like that's kind of playful but like with her it's like it's so slow and like yeah like flipping her hair and like doing like little things it doesn't have to do that don't really help it hunt her they just like are weird and kind of playful yeah like i mean i know they went through like a lot of stuff um i mean actually uh, i mean if we're talking about like possibly abandoned things that maybe are still canon um because i don't know where you where do you stand on on Maisie velociraptor if if it was revealed as canon or, or do you think it could maybe even be canon um i think it like i don't expect it to be canon i don't think they'll do that but at the same time it wouldn't super surprise me because there really are a lot of like hints that very well could be hinting toward it but i just think it's very possible that it's something that was in an early draft of the movie makes sense to me i mean i'm willing to just believe it's canon just because even if they don't canonically confirm it it doesn't change shit so no um just makes I, it I, just, I think it's fun um <laughs> but yeah if we're talking about other drafts so obviously like um well i mean i guess it's not obvious if you if you don't follow the film as closely as i do um so the Indoraptor was supposed to have a twin yeah. and was supposed to have like a skull that it was playing with of like the reason why the light was out in its cage was the light went out and when the person like went in to go fix it um it got killed mm-hmm. and that's why it had a skull and that was actually supposed to be in the movie it was supposed to like hint at the fact that it takes three tranks to take the indoraptor down not two mm-hmm. um as as wheatley found out later on 
Um, so do you still think either of those are canon? Yes, no, maybe? Um, I really like the idea of like, especially like the the second Interruptor. And I think it's I, I think it's very possible that those are both still canon. I think I'd say like it killing the engineer because of like not enough tranks. I think that's absolutely canon. I, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, even to the point they like filmed it. They like filmed the, yeah. the playing with the skull and things like that. So I, I'm willing to call that one canon. I like the idea of it having a twin in canon as well. I honestly kind of wish that had been worked in. I know it would have it would have made things way too complicated to have a second Indoraptor in the climax, but I like. And it was supposed to be like white, like it was supposed to be like inverse color scheme. Like it would have it, it would have been yang, cool. Like, but um, because also the Indoraptor is the only canonically male dinosaur, mm-hmm. and the white one would have been female. Which, I mean, I think that's another, like, I, I remember when people were talking about how to train your dragon three. Isn't that like another, like, salamander or, or something type trait? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, the salamander inspiration is there, okay? Um, but, you know, I, I would have, I, I think I would have liked if it had a twin. And I think I'd like to still believe that maybe it did have a twin that it killed or, or something happened to it. Um, but, yeah, that's that's really all I've got for the Indoraptor. Um I was just kind of, kind of rambling. So, I mean, also on the topic of hybrids, though, I, I mean, I know I just said that I I finished up on the Indoraptor, but on the, on the topic of hybrids, there's actually a lot more hybrids in the films than, like, get really focused on. Yeah. Um, so even in The Office, I mean, this is just, just chalk this up to me being absolutely stupid. We see a lot of, like, non-dinosaur hybrids when... Claire, Owen, and the kids are, like, looking around the lab. Um, we see a, like, uh, okay, the, the, I thought it was, like, a monitor lizard, but the, the caption says came in lizard, so I guess that's what it is. We see a, a lizard that's, like, covered in, like, blue feathers, which is not a a typical lizard trait, if I do say so. Most lizards don't have feathers, yeah. Um, we see an axolotl with like full fins like it has like a big like sunfish type like back fin or not sunfish angelfish it has like a big like angelfish back fin and it has like a sort of like spinosaurus newt tail um which actually maybe maybe it is injected with like some sort of spinosaurus-y type thing now that i think about it because the the angelfish type fin is, is almost like a sail um we see we see a chameleon that that honestly doesn't look any different from a normal chameleon to me, but it does use its hands. It, it like grabs a fly with its hands, which is never seen a chameleon do that before. Yeah, no, they they use their tongue. <laughs> and then and then a two headed snake. Um, yeah. And I think it's implied that well, I mean, for the axolotl and the lizard, it's, it's rather blatant, but for the other ones, I think it's implied that like they're all supposed to be like things that that dr Wu was playing around with when he was like trying to figure out the the process of of hybrids yeah like these all look like experiments yeah so that's kind of cool and interesting and then on top of that there's also dinosaur hybrids that um are in the series that we don't know as much about 
um, the the main one because there's like a couple there's like a whole bunch it's actually kind of hard to um, it's kind of hard to nail down like all of them because if you if you just like go to the like hybrid tag on the Jurassic Park wiki you get like a bunch from mobile games and like because there's like a mobile right. game where you can just like mash together dinos and make your own hybrids so oh not... yeah it's the um it's the pokemon go clone yeah yeah so that's not really canonical but um in that office scene on hammond's computer it like cycles through i think three hybrids and i don't remember offhand two of them so you can just i guess figure it out but um the main one the one that we really see and the one that really matters is the um stegoceratops which is a stegoceratops uh, like, you, you know, a stegosaur and a triceratops. And um, that was actually supposed to be in the movie. And it should have been, I think. You think so? Yeah. Well, apparently, I guess it was taken out because of um, of Trevorrow's kid. <laughs> I guess... Oh. Um, well, yeah, I guess there was supposed to be a scene where the stegoceratops... Which, for people who aren't aware, it'll probably be in the thumbnail or something. But um, it's it's a triceratops with stegosaur like plates, and it has like big bullhorns. I don't know what species that's coming from, but um, it's sick as hell is what it is. Has some bullhorns. Um, but um, so originally Owen and Claire were supposed to be just wandering the jungle, you know, as as they're doing for most of that film, and they were supposed to find a stegoceratops and be like oh fuck, Dr. Wu was making more. He, he didn't just make the Indominus, he, he was making a lot. And admittedly, admittedly, I do oh, find oh. it a little strange that, that Claire wouldn't have known about this. Right? Like, she should've. Like, she, she even knew about the Indominus. She didn't know what was in it, but she knew that it existed. And it just, it seems weird that he would've been able to like create and release a dinosaur and just have it wandering the park for X number of amount of time <laughs> without Claire, who who is in charge of all the park operations, ever finding out about it. I think Dr. Rue needed more supervision. He really he I was off what doing contract they had with him, but like even Maserani like couldn't find out what he was doing. He had too much power to do whatever he wanted and it led to the downfall of the park. Yeah. And many deaths. Exactly. And, and that's the problem, really. Dr. Wu fucking sucks. But yeah. um, but yeah, so so admittedly, from a canon perspective, I'm kind of glad it was cut, just because the more you think about it, the more it's like, how would she not have known about this? Um, right. Because the whole point of the scene was she was supposed to be like, oh shit, he's got more hybrids, which, which doesn't really work if she theoretically already would have known about it. Yeah, but, I, guess, I guess when you put it like that, like, wouldn't make sense in that context. I just think it looks really cool. Oh, it does look really cool. I, I like the design of it a lot. But um, but also, I guess the reason, like I said, it was taken out because of Trevor's kid. And and I guess like the story goes, Trevor's kid had like he had seen the scene or or something. Like maybe his dad told him about the scene. And he was like, "Well, Daddy, I don't I don't think the um I don't know why his kid's British." But he was like, well, well Daddy, I, I don't think the, um, the Indominus Rex is as, is as intimidating anymore because, well, that is, that is special. 
because there's plenty of hybrids now, so it's not it's not different. It's 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 not special. And um, and then he took it out because he was like, you know what? If my kid thinks that this means the Indominus isn't special, that probably means the Indominus is not special anymore. If there's more hybrids. <laughs> But um, but like I said, it canonically still exists because there is um, you see it on the on the monitor of um, Doctor Wu's computer. Apparently, it is a mix of Stegosaur, um, Triceratops, Snake, and Beetle. 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 Um, you'd think some cow would be in there with those big ass <laughs> horns, but but I guess not. Um, <laughs> And then there's, like I said, there's two others. I, I don't actually, you know what, give me one second, because maybe I can figure it out. Because telling you guys to research it yourself is, is a little bit rude. Um, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking up right now, and I, I'm having a lot of trouble finding the other the other hybrids that he canonically has. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you're having any more luck. Um, I'm not sure if these were, like, in the movie, but um, in Jurassic World Evolution, the, uh, the, uh, the Zoo Tycoon game, there yeah. is the Secrets of Dr. Wu DLC, uh -huh. which features multiple um, uh, hybrid dinosaurs you can now make. Uh, the Stegoceratops is one of them. And okay. the other uh, the other two they added are the Ankyloticus, which is an Ankylosaurus and a Diplodocus. That it's basically just a spiky Diplodocus, and it looks pretty cool. It looks really cool, actually. You, you sent me a picture of it, and, and, and it actually, it's, it's a really sick-looking dinosaur. Yeah, and the Spinoraptor, which is a raptor with a Spinosaurus sail. That's a really, well, it also has, it has the crocodile-y type mouth. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool-looking raptor, too. And actually, you know what? I think those are actually the ones from his computer. To be, to be completely okay. honest, because I remember I remembered something about a spino because I remember getting really excited because I, I get really excited whenever there's any hint that the spinosaurus is not dead and gone. Um, <laughs> because actually, actually, fun fact segue that I don't know when else I'm going to cram into this episode. Um, the spinosaurus was actually illegal. Um, it was, yeah. It was a illegal experiment. The reason it was so fucking aggressive was because it was like heavily genetically tampered with. And it was like a one-time failed experiment to make a Spinosaurus that was like very big and mean. And um, probably probably early research into weaponizing dinosaurs, if I'm being honest. Um, oh, yeah. Because it was made before... So the timeline is um, Jurassic Park happens. And then um, I believe Jurassic World happens. And then, yes, and then the San Diego incident happens. Or not Jurassic World, sorry. Jurassic, the Lost World, Jurassic. I hate the titles of this series. Um, <laughs> so Lost World, World happens, and then the San Diego incident happens, and then the government's like, actually, there should be no dinosaurs. So they outlaw genetic engineering of dinosaurs. And in that time, InGen illegally continued to on Isla, Isla Sorna. And that's why we have new dinosaurs in Jurassic Park 3. Um, so like the Spinosaur, the Ceratosaur, like things like that were illegally made in that time period and um, and then abandoned. And it's, it's presumed they all died when the, the ecosystem collapsed. Um, but, um, but then uh, Maserani bought InGen and lobbied for dinosaurs to be legal again. 
and that succeeded and that's how Jurassic World happened. Um, also fun fact, it was actually announced through one of those like, you know, those like, what are they? They're not QR quests, are they AR quests? No, they're not AR quests either. You know that thing, that thing where you, you like have a, you have like a puzzle and, and when people solve it, you're like, oh, you got the first hint. ARG? And ARG, yes. An ARG. Jurassic World was revealed to the public by an ARG. Um, oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, like people received like some amber, and then they received some like tools, and then they received like a box and and a compass. I don't remember the exact order. And then when they opened the box, this like this this full hologram, which which mind you, this was like two thousand two. What blew their 2002 mind? I mean, like a full hologram <laughs> in a like tiny wooden box. So Maserati was just like, like he was killing it with the technology um, in 2002. And then the hologram announced Jurassic World. I think it was like something like it's coming and then like a date with like maybe like the dinosaur logo. It was, it was very cool. It was, it was in the very beginning of Evolution of Player. It was, it was a fun little detail. Um, but yeah, a ARG. That's how Jurassic World was revealed. Um, this was all a rather large segue because I thought that, that was like a good time to to just talk about <laughs> dinosaur legality for a minute. And um, but yes, the hybrids. Um, I actually did find the ones that were on the computer screen for you. Is it these? Because it wasn't those two. <gasps> it wasn't those two. I was about to make. No, those two were made up for the video game. I still think they're real because I want them to be because they're cool. They're really cool and they should be. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but hit me with the real but, ones. So they don't have names. Um, That's fair. One of them is the unidentified Pachycephalosaur hybrid, which is, as far as we know, made up of a Pachycephalosaurus, a cuttlefish, tree frog, and a number of unspecified organisms. What's, what's it look uh, like? It looks like a really tall Pachycephalosaurus. That sounds like a kind of boring hybrid, actually. <laughs> Yeah, it it's it's not it does it doesn't combine the most iconic traits of two dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's it's just like it's like a it's it's, it's actually really weird looking. It's like a Pachycephalosaurus, but like kind of like person proportions, but like a hunched over yeah, person. It's, it's very weird. It's like an old person who has like a hunched over back, but like Pachycephalus. <laughs> I don't like looking at it. Next, and the other one is the um, untitled Therizinosaur hybrid. Which is just a weird-looking Therizinosaurus. Oh, this one's sick as hell. It's got, like, fins and shit. Yeah. That one is a Therizinosaur with unknown organisms. Well, because we've only seen, like, half of its screen. We haven't even seen the full body yeah. of it. We've only seen, like, the front half. Because the scene cuts away as it's transitioning to that that page. But it's, it's really cool-looking from what we can see. Um... I mean, Therizinosaurus, like, in general, is really weird and cool-looking. Because they have, the, like, these huge, like, wolverine claws. That sounds very cool, actually. I, I'm very into Therizinosauruses or something. Here, wait, I'm going to send you a picture of a Therizinosaur. Yeah, send me, send me one of the feral Therizinosaur. You know that scene in, in Jurassic World where, like, Owen's like, <laughs> you call it the Indominus Rex? And Claire's like, yeah, I want to hear you. 
I want you to hear a kid pronounce Mitchumimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
The other thing I was going to say about aquatic dinosaurs is plesiosaurs. Um, do you think Jurassic World has any? That's that's a hotly debated topic. It really is. Um, I would like them to, but we've never seen. We've never really seen them have anything to indicate that they do. So. Well, yeah, it's it's basically that there was there was a deleted scene. Um, originally the the welcome to Jurassic World scene where he looks out the hotel window and, and there's the park was supposed to be a much longer overview and we were supposed to see like a Stiggy arena and and part of it was we were supposed to see a plesiosaur like a, like a lagoon of plesiosaurs where you like went in a submarine <laughs> under it and there was like ichiosaurs and, and, and things like that um, again the, the marketable monster design for ichiosaurs not, not just like weird fucky dolphins and I don't really like real ichiosaurs I like the cool fake monster design ones um but um that was my state fossil you're talking about I know but I wish your state fossil had like a cool sail fin and and looked kind of like like you know that that one like barracuda pokemon yeah like it's it's like gray and it has like a red sail fin and it has like a weird mustache yeah, Barrascuda. Yeah, Barrascuda. They looked like a Barrascuda, but like without the mustache in the concept art. Like they had this concept art of that scene. And they would have looked cool. Love that. <laughs> but um but yeah, so that was obviously deleted and, and it was I don't think it was even like filmed or anything. And but but the visitor center which has like the holo projector thingy. It has one for Plesiosaur. Oh. Like, no one actually clicks it, but anytime we see the command console, like, enough to see, like, what the options are, Plesiosaur is on there. Hmm. So maybe they do have them. It makes me curious. I, I mean, I'd love it if they showed up in Camp Cretaceous in, like, Season 2 or something. Um, That'd be pretty cool, yeah. Like, I, 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 I always like Plesiosaurs a lot. Like, I would also really love if if like a plesiosaur showed up in like Loch Ness in Dominion. <laughs> like obviously that wouldn't be like one that was like from Nublar because there's no fucking way they got a plesiosaur because it, it, oh, it, no, we, we would have seen it. Seen like I'm willing to have them hand wave a couple of dinosaurs but but not a, a plesiosaur that they clearly didn't have. Um, But like, you know, genetic code is out there. So like they could have, like another company could make one. And I, I just love, I, I don't even care if it's like shoddily logistic I, I don't really give a fuck if they don't really even give a reason I just I just love a shot of a, a plesiosaur in Loch Ness that'd be really cool but um before we get to the one last thing I um I said we were going to circle around to a raptor thing and then and then I pushed that work on you so do, do you want to circle around to it <laughs> okay so um we all know and love the uh, the iconic Raptor Squad from um, yes, the Blue uh, Jurassic Delta World. Echo and Charlie, the babies. <laughs> but uh, did you know there was a Raptor before them? There was like another another Ibris Project Raptor. Yep, 
This one never got a name. This is uh-huh. this raptor is known as Subject V2. It's a very cute name. Really goes with the family. She, uh, so she was the first, well, one of the first raptors. I assume the second one because she's V2 um, of the Ipris project during its initiation phase. And uh, she was, um, she was kind of mean. Oh. Um, so she was really aggressive and unpredictable. And, uh, so they, she was chalked up as a failure and euthanized. Well, that's rather harsh, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, it makes sense because they were only having, because they weren't even, like, on display for the park. So, like, velociraptors weren't, like, an attraction. They were just there for, like, Owen to train them for military purposes, but, like, because he thought he was doing behavioral sciences. Yeah, they um, were trying to study the intelligence of velociraptors. So, so, it, so it would make sense that V two would be euthanized if she couldn't be trained. That's that's still rather that's still rather sad. Because um, like she may have been a, a an asshole, but she was an animal and, and a cute one. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. She looks more like a like a Jurassic Park one velociraptor than any she of the does. other ones do. Yeah. And she, it actually mentions now that I'm now that I'm looking, every member of the Ibris project was was designed slightly differently. Um, well, yeah, they all had different like um, DNA put into them. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Like, um, like one Luke of them had, had black uh, fur monitor. Yeah, monitor lizard. Uh, a green iguana. Some birds. Um, Apparently Delta um, behaved more bird-like because of her bird DNA. Um, Ah, that bird DNA. Oh, you're making (laughs) me more like a bird. (laughs) But yeah, I I think it can be assumed that that, um, Subject V2 was probably the Ibris Project's version of, like, going as similar to the Jurassic Park Velociraptor as possible to see if, like, the big ones style of velociraptor could be trained and the answer was no <laughs> <laughs> but actually it's funny you should mention dinosaur dinosaur euthanizing it's yeah. actually not funny that's that's rather that's... sad but um the last thing i want to touch on today is i want to just really rip into um jurassic were jurassic park the game because it's like allegedly canon but is it? Is it? It really is. It, like it's supposed to. Like it's not like, like the Claire book where it's like actually like made to work with canon. It's it's supposed to be like canon adjacent or like supposed to like theoretically fit in. But it it really doesn't. So like, let me explain. I guess. Please explain. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you can tell me if you think it's real or not. I, I don't think it's real. Do I mean, you, I haven't played Jurassic World, the game, but everything I've seen from it kind of seems like if it was ever canon, it sure as hell wasn't after Jurassic World happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, the first, this is like such a dumb thing to complain about. The first thing out of the gate is, is the protagonist doesn't look like the character he's based <laughs> on. Um you play as um as Gary Harding, 
who or, or Jerry when, when it's G-E-R-R-Y is that Jerry or Gary I honestly don't know <laughs> well either way you play as Mr. Harding and um he's he's a, that fellow from the the um the fucking um the 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 triceratops the sick triceratops right yeah when the triceratops yeah he's he's, he's, he's like he's in that scene in the like, first movie yeah yeah he's like he's like the park ranger and he's got like a gray mustache and gray hair and, and shades and he looks really cool um so he's he's an older gentleman yes yes he's 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 much older than as as, as it would appear and then he appears in this game, which is taking place like concurrently with the film and, and after the film. And and you know he's he's looking rather um rather what rather young, rather young. Um, he he doesn't have a mustache, and his hair is white. <laughs> he doesn't gray. have a mustache. He he doesn't know. <laughs> and and like I said, it's it's concurrently as well, so he couldn't have like shaved it off and then. <laughs> Or I guess he could have, maybe. Like I, I guess all this crisis is happening, and he's like, "Let me shave my mustache really quick and and put in just for men, so my hair goes brown." <laughs> um, but I, okay, okay. I, I suppose there's a possibility that he shaved his mustache and, and put in some hair dye or some just for men or something, and and that just really turned his whole appearance around. But I I, I doubt it. it. It doesn't look like him. It it doesn't even look close. Um. I don't think they even based it off his actor. He doesn't, um, he doesn't look like him at all. It's really not even close. Looks like him thirty <laughs> years younger. <laughs> no, exactly. Like it looks like it's like it's like Gary Harding Origins. You know, your favorite character from that movie. Um, but um, so I'm gonna this 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 part comes later in the in the game. But I'm gonna save the part that I think is the most damning until the very end. Um. So there's, there's Troodons in this game, or Truodons, or I'm not sure how you I think it's, I think it's Trudon. I'm not Tru- sure. Trudons. Okay, so I was just completely wrong. Um, I'm not sure, though. Trudons. I'm so no they're these, these, these little fucky little things. They're like sort of little raptors, I guess. They got kind of big eyes. Um. Well, first of all, we, we've seen them in, in Jurassic World Evolution, which I consider Evolution to be relatively canon for dinosaur designs. I don't know if you agree with me or not. Um, I do, and I want to say I was wrong. It is Troodon. Oh, it is Troodon. Okay, but um, but because I don't know, like the game, like it, it, like I mean, I don't think they built an island. On, I don't think they built a park on every island in the <laughs> deaths. I think that makes no sense whatsoever. But um, but like they did bring back every single voice actor, with the exception of Owen Grady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they got Bryce Dallas Howard. They got um oh my god, who plays Henry Wu? Um, B.D. Wong. Uh, B.D. Wong. Yeah. Um, they got um they got Jeff Goldblum. They got yeah. Sam Neill. They got everybody back. Yeah. Except for Chris every, Pratt. Every single actor except for Chris Pratt recorded brand new lines for this video game. They couldn't and even get a good sound alike for it. He wasn't. He's not even a good sound alike. If you if you play, he just sounds horrible. Like it, it doesn't even sound remotely like him. I, I wouldn't have even included him in the game at that point. Yeah, no, you but, get really into the game because like the you're like oh it's it's all the original cast and and then you see, then you see Chris Pratt and that is not Chris Pratt's voice. <laughs> it's you're like what? Jarring. It's very jarring strange. is what it is. But yeah, I think despite the fact that the game's plot cannot be canon, I think they took great strides to make like the aesthetics of it canon. Oh yeah, um, I agree. They look great. So I would say that, and and I, I mean, I even think the um, 
the ceratosaur appearing in Camp Cretaceous takes design cues from the ceratosaur in um, evolution as opposed to the ceratosaur in Jurassic um, Park 3. I think so, so yeah. So, um, so anyway, so the Troodons don't look how they look in that game, which is, which is already like a little bit of a knock. They're, they're like weird and like, they have like eyes for like night, like they have like weird, like blind nighttime eyes. No, oh, yeah, they're um, terrifying. And I mean, for that matter, they don't look very much at all like they look like in Jurassic World The Live Tour. Oh, I forgot they're in that. Don't, in, in that, don't they look relatively similar to, um, Evolution's design for them? Um, I believe so. Let me compare those two real quick. Yeah, just kind of like fucky little little velociraptor type things. No, yeah, they're they're pretty damn close. Um, yeah, they have the the same the same basic shape. Like the one in in the live tour has like stripes, but that's about it. So yeah, again, they're like very similar now, um, but not similar to that game. And then, like, the entire story around them is just very strange. Like, like I'm going to say, I think their story works with, like, book Hammond. I don't think it works with movie Hammond. Because the way the story goes is, like, Hammond brought them back. And then they were, like, aggressive little serial killers. <laughs> and, like, just, just absolutely bad to the bone. Like, if you thought raptors were bad, you haven't met Troodons. Um... So he ordered the entire species just extinctioned, just absolutely just wipe them all out, kill them all. And you know, like that doesn't really feel like the Hammond I know. It doesn't, no. Like, like he just because he's he's there for the birth of every dinosaur, and he's just so he's just so genuinely excited by the dinosaurs. Like he's so like, oh, I I love my little park, and I and I love my baby dinosaurs, and. And, and and like and then um and then in like the second movie he's like oh i don't want them to continue to be exploited and i don't want them to be killed i want to make a sanctuary where they can all live safely and, and no humans and stuff um and um like he just he just doesn't strike me as someone that would order the the euthanization of an entire species of dinosaurs no he definitely doesn't like, I feel like he would have just, like, sent them to, like, one of the five deaths and been like, okay, have fun. <laughs> like, like, and they're in, like, in, like, a weird murder basement, too. Like, it's very strange. I I, I don't really get anything about it. Um, like, it's, it almost feels very, like, Arkham Asylum-y. Um, like, the video game series, the Arkham series. Oh, yeah. Like, a weird secret project in the, in the gritty secret basement. <laughs> and, and it's just, it, it, it doesn't feel very... John Hammond. Um, so that that's also like a pretty damning point because the Troodons are a huge part of that game's plot. And then the last one I think is the Tylosaur, which I think the is Tylosaur. I think that's the biggest one because even if you're willing to say okay maybe Hammond did do that, the Tylosaur is a big, glaring issue. Um, so a part of the game is you go you find like this like a an aquarium lab underneath the park and they have successfully made a not not like a mosasaur like in jurassic world but a, a type of mosasaurus it's tylosaur it's more like scaly and, and kind of strange looking um and yes so that lives in the water underneath the park and there's like a couple reasons why this just 
doesn't make sense. But you don't think they built a whole ass aquarium for this giant lizard fish and nobody saw it? Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, in that scene where Hammond's like, oh, we, we, we spared no expense. We'll only have the top of the line. We spared no expense. Please endorse my park. We spared no expense. Like, you'd think he would have been like, oh, we have an entire functional aquarium underneath the park that's going to be phase two. We spared no expense. The glass is reinforced and there's a giant crocodile fish down there. <laughs> like, like, you'd think that he got a little Australian at the end there. But um, <laughs> you'd, you'd think that, like, you'd think that that would, like, he'd talk about that. Like, you'd think he'd talk that up. He, he really probably would, yeah. Like, it just, it just feels like something that would have come up in that scene. And then, like, the part that's, like, the really confusing part um, is, is the part that I already, like, sort of mentioned earlier about, like, the special, like, um... The special way that the Ningen brought back the Mosasaur. Yeah. So when does Jurassic Park take place? Pop 1993. 1993. Ingen didn't um, create the Ion Analyzer until 2000. Mm. So the Ion Analyzer, I, I didn't mention the name of it, but the Ion Analyzer is um, how they get the DNA of the Mosasaur. And in the email that talks about it because we we know because there's like a like a like a quote-unquote leaked email from dr Wu talking about it but um, in the email he says he thinks it is the only way to get aquatic dna which very clearly basically means he's never like none of them have ever made an aquatic dinosaur before of course yeah so that means obviously the tyrannosaurus never really happened so that means, yeah, there's absolutely no way in hell that they had a Tylosaur in 1993 underneath the park, fully alive and, and kicking. Unless they just, like, completely invented one, which seems highly unlikely, if we're being honest. Yeah. So that, that honestly is what I think is, like, the real nail in the coffin for this game. What do you think? You think this game's real? Uh, no. No. Like, I mean, again, I think maybe it could have been when it was first made, but with all the stuff we've gotten since then, that is obviously a higher tier of canon than it ever was, no. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd absolutely agree with that. Like, I think that, like, if Jurassic World had never come out, it could be a very like very feasible like yeah. real game but i think because the jurassic world movies came out there's just no way that like they had a mosasaur at jurassic park and also like of course you have to wonder like what the fuck happened to it like because it gets out in the game it gets into the open waters so, so what happens then like i don't think that is the kind of thing this game should have done that has far-reaching consequences for the world it does but the mosasaur still like it <laughs> granted it's much smaller than the fucking kaiju sized and people have pointed out the mosasaur size changes drastically between films oh it does and it is yeah. goddamn kaiju sized when it gets into the real world <laughs> but um 
like compared just to just ate should be fish to get um, that big speaking of actually let's let's wrap it up with one more terrifying question about the mosasaur because you know what why not this will be a quick all right, probably. All right. Uh, we gotta wrap it up because this episode's getting pretty long but um, yeah so one last question about the mosasaur um so mosasaurs are genetically relatively similar to monitor lizards yes it is my understanding that monitor lizards can actually have children without a partner I see. Do you think the mosasaur, because it is the only living mosasaur, do you think it can reproduce? I think, theoretically, sure. If that's the, uh, if that's the route that they want to go with the story, it would make perfect sense. So do you think there could be, like, an army of baby mosasaurs in the next movie? I wouldn't say an army. Um, but if it turned out there were a couple all around the world, maybe why not that would be terrifying actually <laughs> um most stories are terrifying that's it that's that's the ending note of this episode i'm i'm so fucking scared of sea monsters and i'm so fucking scared of mosasaurus i'm so sorry <laughs> let's wrap this one up <laughs> yes yeah, so uh so that's that's going to do it for us um, thank you for listening yeah, we hope you this enjoyed. Was... Hope you enjoyed this episode. It's kind of a last-minute decision to make it Jurassic Park, and we didn't think it'd work out, but it did. Yeah, when we say we spared no expense, we mean we um we decided this like, like we were recording this like on Monday night, and um we were like, what do we what what can we do that that requires like no research, <laughs> and and we did Jurassic Park because we both just know too much about it and. And figured we could ramble for a while about it and um and yeah it was a very conversational episode so if, if you like it more like discussion and theory based we can try to do that for things that we know more about in the future yeah so um uh check out our uh patreon if you like this episode uh yeah helps us out a lot helps us in in making more content like this and um join our uh discord server follow our twitters yeah, follow um, my personal Twitter, follow the um, Twitter of the, the show, follow Sarah's Twitter, and you can keep up with all of our individual projects and fun stuff. Um, you can see me promoting promoting the charity voice acting that we do, the fan dubbing, um, which actually, um, check out our fan dubbing every Wednesday night at, at 9 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Is that what it's called? Um, well... It's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Eastern Daylight Time. Yeah, there we go. So, um, <laughs> whether it's uh, um, whether it's Daylight Savings Time or not, it's going to be 9 p.m. But yeah, 9, 9 p.m. Eastern um, on Wednesdays. Uh, we do charity fan dubbing. We're doing Persona 5 Royal, and then we're going to do the Ace Attorney Trilogy. Um, Twitch.tv slash level up, for, level up FC? Level up FC. Level up FC. Level up FC. Yes. Um, but yeah, so check that out. We'll put a link in the description. Um, so yeah, check out our voice acting, check out our Twitters, check out our Patreon, check out our, um, Discord. Check out everything else on yeah. the, the Dude Media Network, too. Yeah, check out the Dude Media Network. They got other shows. Check those ones out, too. Um, and then, and then, you know, you know, do the, do the YouTube thing. Like, share, subscribe, comment. We like, we like comments. Uh, I, I read the little bell icon to get notified every time we drop a new video. Yeah, click the little bell icon. <laughs> 
I have the bell icon clicked for our channel because why not? <laughs> Uh, I don't really need it because I know when everything uploads because I'm, I'm part of it, but I, I still have it. It's nice to have. Um, but yeah, subscribe and, and comment and tell people. Sh show them show them our videos. They're fun. Spread the word. Spread the word. So uh, yeah, this has been uh, Breaking the Lore. So uh, life uh, found a way. <laughs>